Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and a mighty Happy New Year to all of you listening right now. This is the Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and, of course, QuestGamingNetwork.com. This is the news and gameplay podcast for the Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Today is Freydas. I'm in love. Hey, 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 I should remember that. It's been so long since we've done that. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth of Morningstar. And today I am your host. As if that were uh, any different than any other day where my name would not be Avarwin. I am your host and fellow time relic traveler and the man who openly admits to nerd squeeing and wetting his pants at the thought of Paul McGann reincarnating as the eighth doctor on TV again. Uh, nerd! The <laughs> yeah. He said he would fight Star Trek and Star Wars fans for this. I, I would. I would, as a matter of fact, I would. But what I actually said, I didn't say that I, I maybe wetting my pants was something I said, but I really was uh, emphatic about throwing my underwear at Paul McGann. Oh, yeah, that was in a different text, though. And yeah. I was trying to copy your text word for word because this actually happened, folks. Um, <laughs> but um, he said some things that I don't think should be said on this show. So wait, were you watching the Doctor Who movie or the no. uh, the little mini scope there where they... Um... Uh, reincarnated him as the war doctor. No, no, no. Um, no, you know what they did? We, we, I think Liz and I were just kind of, we're, Liz and I are Doctor Who fans, and, uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the, the Christmas special that happened where, you know, Capaldi, the 12th doctor, turned into, you know, Whitaker, Jody Whitaker, which is the first time, you know, we've ever had a female doctor. So we're kind of like chatting a little bit about that, and especially about the Stephen Moffat era. Um, there was some of that going on. And um, I was kind of reminiscing on on sort of like my my favorite doctors in the past, and certainly uh, Matt Smith, the eleventh one, is is definitely <laughs> top on that list. But like, I like, think everyone, he would throw his panties at Matt Smith. I would throw. I would if I were wearing panties, I would wear panties. And as, as a matter of fact, just I to said, throw them. <laughs> I said this about Paul McGann too. I would wear panties for eight hours that day, and then rip them right off and throw them at Matt Smith if he came back as the doctor. And certainly, and I think Paul McGann gets forgotten about, I would do that for Paul McGann. In fact, I do it more readily for Paul McGann because he does get forgotten about. His He was he was brilliant. He was a brilliant Unless you're doctor. a Big Finish fan because he's done a huge amount for Big Finish. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. So many Somebody stories, that, by the way. <laughs> so many stories of his as the doctor during Big Finish. They're amazing. They really are like, they really are 
fantastic, those stories. And he's so good. He really is very good. And, um, like, if you see the stupid, like, you know, cringeworthy Doctor Who movie that he was in in the 90s, like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, he's he's the best thing that's that's in that, and he's not all that great. But if you listen to the Doctor the, 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 um, the Doctor Who Big Finish stories that you're referring to, Mike? That you can get on Audible. Yes, yeah. you can get them on Audible, all right? And I, I'd like to add that uh, we have a code for you, or a URL for you to get a free trial to Audible, audibletrial.com slash Network. You can actually check these out. <laughs> I'll turn it into a plug, whatever. <laughs> Paul McGann, is, he's, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant doctor. He's very, very good. So I would, I would suggest that. Anyway, um, since we don't actually do TARDIS cast or Doctor Who off the record yet, done Dardis cast though oh my god that would be great we had off the record uh, I don't think I haven't thought of it Um, we should get back to Elder Scrolls and uh, I do need to uh, I do need to uh, throw out there my my first companion here Liz Mistress LeBeau jollier than Santa jollier than Mrs. Claus and more wholesome than Baby New Year oh my god who the hell wrote that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who do you think? I did. Thanks. Well, sure as heck wasn't me. I don't write the, I don't write the introductions. <laughs> More wholesome than Baby New Year. How you doing over there, Liz? Happy New Year. I, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yay! Yay! Uh, and of course, this budding violinist or sound reproductionist of a hippo in heat, you decide, <laughs> Rob reads philosophy. That is an accurate statement, to say the least. I don't believe it. Can you grab your violin and give us a little bit of a, little bit of a, a, a taste of what's going on over there? Well, it's it's away right now. The wor- but the world will wait for this. The, the world will wait for it. The world uh, will next wait. time. Oh. next time. Are we writing? Um, we we're writing theme songs for Slash Lurk and <laughs> Jessica Folsom. Tina Bruno, aren't we? Come on. What are we doing? Well, I, 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 I couldn't think of like anything original, but I figured that for Rich Lambert, since he's Slash Lurk, um, it, his theme song should be um, Somebody's Watching Me. <laughs> that's good. Um, that's good. That, that's really good. I like that. Yeah. Let's see. For, I, I couldn't think of one for Gina. Um, I just remember that at one point in time, uh, she did get a gift of a coffee mug that said four, and then it had a picture of a fox, and then it said sake. <laughs> yeah. What does the fox say? <laughs> and I was thinking, what did the fox say? <laughs> so, but, and of course, for, for Jessica, I couldn't really think of anything. Uh, so I just thought of uh, the, the song Jessica by the Allman Brothers. What about pressure from like Queen and David Bowie? Yes, okay, that, yeah, people? that would be perfect for for, for her <laughs> and Gina <laughs> under under pressure. Oh. They did amazing under pressure last night. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. We, yeah, we will. Uh, but first, we've got to uh, we've got to introduce our our uh, my next companion here on the uh, on the QGN Tardis. <laughs> Tardis musical, musical. <laughs> Uh, the uh, this man has been uh, hitting the gym so hard. The Rock asked him what he's been cooking. Mike, the Tamrielic historian, can you smell? <laughs> Jeez, what the Rock is cooking. 
I don't know, but I can smell what Mike is cooking. What's going on, man? Um, well, let's see. Uh, there was Christmas, yeah. the New Year, yeah. uh, some evil mud crabs, mm. a stick, oh, and uh, a rules uh, about flatulence that we'll get into later. Okay. Nice. Wow. As long as someone's establishing rules for such a thing. Yes. That's fought. I guess that's good. Um, Be gone, Netch Fogged. Well. This episode is brought to you by so many, many, many people, not the least of which are all the wonderful uh, people that are here with us live in our, our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Network. We've got a nice full chat room in there right now. Thank you, everyone, coming in, as well as our amazing Patreon supporters. And, dear Patreon supporters, while I have your ear... I am going to let you know that uh, Patreon is going to fundamentally change. Uh, we are changing the tiers of Patreon. Um, I am going to bring them down to just three tiers. Um, all of each tier is going to be less than $10. And every one of those tiers is going to include a free ticket to QGN Con for no matter how long you've been a Patreon supporter. And uh, it will also include, if you do RSVP to that year's QGN Con, uh, it will include a, a free QGN Con t-shirt for, for that year as well. doesn't matter if you're a $3 Patreon supporter or whatever else we, we stick in there, um, but they are going to be less than $10. They will be only three tiers, and every one of those is going to come with a free ticket to QGN Con and a free uh, t-shirt as well. Um, also, in regards to QGN Con, um, next year, this year coming up, we are only going to be having one type of ticket. That's going to be the all-day pass. We're not doing, uh, we're not breaking up the day at all. It didn't make sense. Um, so, just so you know, that's that's how uh, how that's going to happen. So, um, that change is going to be happening uh, relatively soon. Hopefully, in this next week, I'll let everybody know on Twitter, of course. Um, and of course, uh, I think there is a way for me to email folks who are subscribed to us on Patreon. Um, but just so you know, that's exactly what's what's happening. Uh, so so thank you to our Patreon supporters. Uh, we understand if that's the kind of thing, like this change means you're going to jump off uh, your support. That's fine. Uh, if that means that you want to jump on with your support, well, that's wonderful too. Uh, we also want to let you know that we are supported by our wonderful iTunes five-star reviewers, such as Shepard131, Hell Country Hurricane. Sounds like the name of a wrestler. Void Gaming and Entership Star Prize. <laughs> Clever. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, man. Um, okay. And tonight's show, we are going to be talking about game director Matt Fire's 2018 ESO preview, which will whet our appetites for our second discussion this evening eso's La eso lives preview of dragon bones dlc it's coming out very 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 soon in february and uh we've got one other thing i forgot to put on the top of the notes there what is that oh yeah eso plus bonus event announcement today what yeah very uh very interesting um but before we get into any of that of course we do have something quick to mention. Uh, Mike, if you if you please. Magic the Gathering fans will be happy to know that QGN has created the Magic the Gathering podca podcast. QGMTG. Focusing on constructed gameplay, lore, and deck building strategies. Listen now at questgamingnetwork.com 
New episodes record every Saturday morning at 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Oh, yeah. Crazy people. Yeah. On twitch.tv slash Network, And is also available on iTunes. You know, the second you said 4 a.m. Eastern, somebody over in Europe or in Australia is like, well, that's so-and-so time for me. Actually, yeah. yeah but um, I'm still asleep at that point in time. Mo- <laughs> that's like, oh, my God, it's early. <laughs> What does the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. <laughs> Most of humanity is asleep at that time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it works out very well for the uh, for the Western European crowd, who is exactly 10 hours in front of us. So coming at you at 10 a.m. I imagine that would be GMT. Uh, 10 a.m. GMT, I think. Uh, we are going to be... Uh, I think, that, no. But anyway... Yeah, it's about either... six or seven yeah, hours, depending seven on which depending. country you're yeah. in. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's about ten a.m. Nine or ten? No, their time. Not ten or eleven. Oh, Maybe. I thought you meant ten hours ahead, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're six hours ahead. Um, so that's ten a.m. GMT. So if you're if you're uh, if you're in Europe and uh, you're a Magic the Gathering fan, it's a great time to tune in. If not, hey, that's cool too. Uh, if you're a Magic the Gathering fan, just go to questgamingnetwork.com. And you could subscribe to our show there. Um, it's a brand new show, so we are building it. Um, it's a little rough at the moment, but we're getting better with every episode. Uh, we are presenting things like uh, like lore as well as deck building strategies. And it's one of the few uh, podcasts out there that center around constructed gameplay, not necessarily limited. And we we talk about a wider range of uh, uh, constructed gameplay too. Um, I think uh, Mithril is one of my show hosts. Uh, was telling me that tonight we're actually going to be talking about a, a, a constructed type of gameplay called Penny Dreadful, where every card is worth a penny. So so look forward to that. That's going to be episode five. Uh, we've got so much more available for you as well on that. Uh, Mike, what else? So and don't forget to take a look at our QGN shop on questgamingnetwork.com for great QGN apparel from all of your favorite QGN podcasts. So. Okay. All right, um, let's jump into uh, our headlines, which, uh, number one, right here, uh, before the year rang in, game director Matt Fire teased 2018 in Elder Scrolls Online. Um, Rob, would you mind doing the, uh, the, little, the little blurb here? Blurb. Blurb. Okay. As is tradition now, for us Elder Scrolls Online players, our game director, Matt Firer, has come to us at the end of 2017 to reflect back on the year and tease us on the year ahead. And as tradition for us here at QGN, we released our Saturalia greeting card just before Christmas so that we can discuss the year behind us and, if we can, Firer's letter to the community. However, due to the nature of that episode, we never get too detailed on the previews that Fire is generous to tease us uh, tease for us. Tonight we'll be focusing on those aspects of his letter. Yeah, um okay, so uh Liz, we got some bullet points here. Would you mind just uh jumping right through those? Yeah, uh the points are there are three D- three DLCs are planned for 2018 and two will be dungeon DLCs. Uh 2018's first DLC will be a dungeon-based DLC. That's a lot of DLCs called dragon bones mm-hmm. and more of this in just a few minutes housing storage is coming to eso mm-hmm. <laughs> and the mini trial of the halls of fabrication was successful and we'll be adding more of these in the future and the final thought is the final thing is full new chapter for eso coming in 2018 full new chapter 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, now I was I was super excited to hear about all the uh, uh, dungeon uh, DLC that's coming. I, I may have read this wrong. Um, he says, I, I'm not sure if he meant that we're getting two DLC that's going to be dungeon focused, or we're getting two new dungeons. Two new dungeons, from what I understood from ESL well, yesterday. The first patch here, it's going to be two dungeons. But I'll be very disappointed if two of the four planned releases for the year are dungeon packs. Because that would really suck. Because usually it's a dungeon pack, a chapter, such as we got with Vardenfeld, mm-hmm. a zone, a small zone, like we got with Dark Brotherhood or Thieves Guild, and then um, a quality of life uh, type of patch. And it almost seems like they're rolling a dungeon pack and a quality of life into the first one here. So I'd be yeah. really sad if like this, you know, the, the small zone area will be re- reduced or removed and we'll get another dungeon pack. And that would really suck. But uh, I, don't th- I don't think the wording is very vague. Things. You know why? Because they were able to keep away any kind of, of, of um, teaser from us for until after the brand new year. And then they started saying, oh my God, there's something coming. Oh my God. They were really good on keeping secrets. Oh yeah, they're awesome with that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, they can do that, but I mean, it seems like it's just next month. Like, oh my God, we're getting this new dungeon. Ah, the be- Well, I'm hoping at the beginning of this next month. Maybe not, but it's a short uh-oh. month. So it's <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I mean, hey, all of that is... All of that is really like basically true. Um, Rob, what do you think? Now I'm of two minds of this because I, I see, I actually, I actually completely agree with with Mike on that. Although I would love two DLC this year to uh, two of the three to actually be extra dungeons. So like Dragon Bones is coming is going to have two dungeons. I would love it if there's another DLC later on in the year that actually came out with two more dungeons as well. But but that's that's me. I'm a dungeon crawler. So so whatever. Um, but, um, I, I kind of, despite that, I kind of agree with what Mike was saying. Um, what, what do you think, Rob? What, what, what say you on that? I would certainly like to see more dungeons come to the game. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, player base, um, Hey, Rich is in our chat room. Uh, the, the player base certainly does enjoy, uh, new dungeons and figuring out these new dungeons. And of course, with new dungeons come new monster sets. Yes. Uh, which, you know, I, I love the monster set. So I'm always trying to go after uh, after the new monster sets, even if I'm not successful. But uh, <laughs> well, now uh, all I, you got to do is get enough of the stones so that you can get any of the monster set and turn it into what you want. Yeah, I know. He just told you to get some stones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, I, I would certainly like to see... Uh, I would certainly like to see two of these uh, these DLCs be dungeon based DLCs. Uh, if you know, if, if there's a an additional DLC that's more you know quality of life stuff, hey, those are good too. You know, people are going to complain about them, but you know what? Eh, f them. <laughs> that's what uh, I have to say about that. Uh, before we move into the uh, amazing information from um, from the uh, the Dragon Bones DLC, uh, we do have to spend uh, at least a minute or two kind of going over this this other like low-key, massive information that no one is talking about right now, which is the full new chapter coming in Elder Scrolls Online this year, 2018. 
I can't wait to hear what this is all about. I, I read that in in um in Matt Fire's letter to us and like my jaw kind of dropped a little bit. I'm not gonna be like I, I'm I'm being honest with you here. I I'm not gonna lie about it. Like I was I was really shocked to hear that we're getting another like full new chapter in um in ESO. Pleasantly surprised to say the least. And uh I oh man, I was just like oh, oh we could go here, we could go there, we could So I don't know. Um I kind of thought that since the since the DLC Dragon Bones is going to be you know kind of like Nord based, I kind of thought maybe the full new chapter would be the um, Western portion of Skyrim. But um, Mike's got some different thoughts about that. What do you think, Mike? He, he's he's got some uh, theory crafting going on over here. Well, I don't want to speculate too much because there's parts of the last expansion, the Vardenfeld expansion and parts of the Clockwork City that um, pretty much have given hints as to a potential place where we're going um, and when I spoke with Rob, he's definitely excited about becoming a member of the Dark Brotherhood um, <laughs> but that's about as much as I really want to say just like when we saw with the uh, Rothgar expansion that we knew that you know there was going to be more to come and they were dropping hints there and they've done very similar things at the end of those two uh, DLC and expansions so if you haven't picked up Vardenfeld yet if you haven't picked up Clockwork City I highly recommend that you do that you get to meet Vivek you get to meet um, Sotha Sil and, and get an idea of the problems the Daedric Princes are causing and where we might be going very soon and why Rob might become either Morag Tong or Dark Brotherhood in the very near future. By the way, Vivek is hot. Ugh. Oh, God. Uh, is she or uh, he? He. Well, uh. in my head. Ugh. <laughs> what? God. You're talking about a guy who literally bent over for Molag Ball. <laughs> and? Yeah, I don't think she listened to that episode of Classic Ugh. where, you know. I can um, never Marwin get was that. blushing through the microphone so hard at what I, I was talking about. I heard it. I don't know if I listened. I can never get that out of my head. Every time I see, every time I see Vivek floating above his little pillow there with his loincloth on, I, I, I like, I kind of throw up a little bit. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, oh, oh, god, oh. All right. <laughs> Um, yes, I'm, I'm like ridiculously excited to hear about this full new chapter that's coming in ESO as, as awesome as Dragon Bones sounds. Um, and I can't wait to get into this information. Um, but I want to at least give this, this, this mention, this, this mic drop mention from fire, Matt fire about this, this full new chapter. I want to give it its due and just say, um, as great as Dragon Bones sounds, I can't wait to hear about this, this badass new chapter that's going to be dropping this year it's going to be i can't wait for it uh i, I really think it's going to be very exciting information no matter where we go uh, it's going to be really cool stuff i in my opinion um liz what do you what do you think on that and then we'll move on i, I well honestly i kind of expected it by now really but that's me i didn't expect it at all that you're just sad people <laughs> I don't know. This third bullet point. Um, can, can we? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So live. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so I know, I know that one right there. I know, I know you love the housing storage. Okay. <laughs> we I, I do want to wait for that to because we are doing the um, 
we are doing doing the uh, the dungeon DLC, Dragon Bones. All right, we're doing that right. We're in, in a second. Um, so I, I know you're excited for housing. That's a big part of the DLC. Um, I promise you, we'll 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 swap a little bit here. Okay. Um, we'll get to this real quick. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get into it. Okay. This is the big thing. Uh, everyone's excited for this. All right. New new uh, new DLC is dropping dragon bones okay they previewed this on eso live last night which by the way if anyone from zoss is listening um thank you very very yeah. much yes thank you very very much for um uh all of what you had to go through in order to get that preview up and going the uh the poor guys over at zoss the community team they were running an hour late because of technical issues i know how i feel when i have to run late with this show because of technical issues, it's embarrassing, and you push through it anyway. And those guys behind the scenes, they figured something out. They had something going. We've got some amazing information. We're going to present it to you right now. But I want to just say thank you to, you know, Rich, Jess, Gina, Mike Finnegan, everyone behind the scenes as well for just jumping on the mic anyway yesterday, despite, you know, what they had was, was not 100% what they wanted to present. And um, they wanted to present it. They were that passionate about it. Yeah. It's a big it's a big drop, like really quickly. Yeah, I love the use of the post-it note, though. Yes, yes. that was great. I like that. So we can't so, hide what's on the screen. So let's put a post-it note over it. Exactly. What they had to do was their streaming equipment wasn't working. It was a hardware problem. And they they kept us posted on Twitter. They were like, please don't leave. You know, yeah. like we have this good stuff. Please. You know, we're, we're going to we have a plan A, plan A, plan B. They had to go to plan B, which was literally use a webcam. And they were on a TV screen, TV screen you could barely see, but, you know, all four hosts were there trying to point out these new things, doing the best they could. And uh, because they have, you know, dev commands or whatever they call them, uh, they had to put a post-it up on the TV screen over the chat box so nobody could see what they were typing in. Yeah. <laughs> so was, I thought that was very, very clever, actually. It was. It was very clever. It was really just a great example of, of just just persistence in the face of, of adversity. Um, it really was nice. So So thank you again. All right, let's get into it, guys. So <clears throat> ESO Live was yesterday, Thursday, the uh, 4th of, of January. Um, and uh, Dragon Bones update, uh, Dragon Bones slash update 17 DLC. Dragon Bones will be on the public test server this Monday. This Monday. So everything we're going to talk about, you're going to be able to test on Monday. That's that's like three days away from when they listen to this podcast. Yeah, if you don't have the, the <laughs> that's like yesterday server, when most people are listening to it. Yeah, know, on like, Monday, <laughs> on their, they're like, "Damn it, I got to go home and start the PTS uploader." <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm on my way to work right now. What the hell? <laughs> that's why you got to listen early. <laughs> um, but yes, if you don't have the PTS uh, and you are excited for for testing this stuff out. Uh, definitely download the PTS. It's a very long download, so you definitely do that. Me personally, I'm not going to do that. I want to be happily surprised when this this inf when this does come out. Um, so I I will not be doing that. But I know you know there's a lot of uh, folks out there. So you know definitely uh, if you're into the PTS, uh, download it or, or update it because this is coming Monday. All right. Uh, Dragon Bones, the Dungeon DLC, will be released in February on PC, Mac, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Now, they didn't talk about any class balance changes, but uh, they will be on Monday's patch notes. So if you are interested in how classes will be changed or balanced, um, definitely take a look at the patch notes in detail on their website, elderscrollsonline.com. 
All right, we've got uh, a couple of bullet points here that we're going to get into. Um, first, uh, let's see. Rob, would you get into number one, please? Just just bang it all out here. All right. Two dungeons available in normal and vet mode. The first is Scalecaller Peak, which falls on the border of Stormhaven and Orsinium. Cool. It is a temple dedicated to a dragon priest, now overrun with diseased cultists attempting to unleash a plague on Tamriel. Mm. Ooh, Ariite? Maybe? Sounds like it. Perhaps. Cool. And the second one, <laughs> Fang Lair, from the Elder Scrolls Arena. Nice. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Who said Elder Scrolls Arena didn't give us anything? Oh, wait. That's Mark. <laughs> That's his line. That was Mark. Mark, <laughs> Mark is the one. <laughs> Which falls on the border of Bankerai and Craglorn. It is a vast Dwemer mine. A necromancer is holed up and attempting to reanimate the bones of a dead dragon to unleash it upon Tamriel. The name to the Dwemer mine has been lost to antiquity, but now known as Bang Lair. Oh, they even got into the lore on this on ESO Live where uh, they were uh, talking about how most dragons were immortal or whatnot, and um, but they just they explained why this dragon wasn't. Yes. This is kind of cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's really cool. I yeah. like what's going on here, especially with the necromancers. A really, uh, it's a really kind of like you know, like like sneaky kind of way of getting the, the getting the the dragon in. So it's it's cool stuff. It's also how a Disney villain would die. I mean, they would resurrect a dragon and have the dragon kill them, right? I mean, that's every fate of every Disney villain, right? And yeah, for the most part, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that Gaston bounced a few times. <laughs> <laughs> no one uh, bounces yes. like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got, Rob? Okay. The DLC pack, uh, excuse me, the DLC pack, Fang Lair Courser Mount, uh, or the, excuse me, the DLC pack uh, will include the Fang Lair Courser Mount, a mini bone dragon pet, XP scrolls, uh, all in the collector's pack. Now, uh, Dragon Bones will have new item sets, uh, Mini Bone Dragon Pet uh, for the Collector's Edition, uh, Black Marrow Necromancer set, uh, reward for completing a Vet Mode Scale Caller, uh, a Personality Worm Lizard uh, will be the reward for completing Vet Fang Lair. Uh, live walking tour of the dungeons will be done later as a result of tech issues during the stream. Right. Okay. So let's uh, let's take a second or so. Let's go over to Mike on this. Um, on some of these bullet points, uh, what do you what do you got? I like that they're starting to incorporate more and more lore from the older games uh, in these dungeons. So the Fang Lair there from TES Arena. Um, so I, I think that yeah, really yeah, without going and trying to play on nostalgia the way. Um, uh, Anvil was for the Dark Brotherhood to, to bring in these callbacks to the really old games. Um, I, I really like that. And, uh, you know, I, I like to play in the dungeons, you know, I tank through them. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be, I'm happy that there's going to be more coming. And if they're anywhere near as good as the Falkreath dungeon was, uh, I'll be really super excited for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those those two dungeons that uh, that came out. Jeez, um, it was Bloodroot Forge and Falkreath Hold. Yeah, um, they were they were great. They were incredible. And uh, the vet level, 
of those dungeons. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll kick your ass. <laughs> they will. Ibuprofen. They will. They will kick your ass. Uh, all right, Liz. Let's jump over to uh, number two here. It's all about housing storage. Oh, housing storage. Captain Nibbles. Bad right. kitty. He's really excited about housing storage because when I heard housing storage, I thought, oh, well, maybe storage for housing items. No. Okay. Housing storage, and there's two uh, or a couple new uh, homes coming, and that was showed in an ancient dark brotherhood sanctuary that will be a player home, <sighs> an underground cavernous and water-filled theme home. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's very two cool. types. You get uh, with this home storage. You get two types of home storage items. Uh, there are chests which have a sixty item limit, and you can own four of those in total. And then there are coffers which are thirty items, and uh, or they can hold thirty items, and you can own four of those. So owning all eight of these will give you three hundred and sixty item slots in total. Now, it works like any furnishing. Just drop it in your home. Just the same. Set it. Forget it if you want to. But I would use it because <laughs> you can. Um, you can place them all in one home, uh, and since they're collectibles that you know that can be renamed, copies of them can be dropped in other homes you have, and you'll still have full access to all the items. Now, I don't know about that actually. What's I'm that? Le- reading the notes like that, but um, I think yeah, that so... the items will be in one uh, wherever you drop them, whichever house you drop them in. So what it allows you to do is to put them, put stuff in the trunk, and if you call the trunk uh, of Arwen's super armor. Uh, any tr- every time you place a Varwin super armor in any of your homes and you open it, you'll have oh, access okay. to everything in that trunk, no matter which home it is. So you're never going to have to worry about where did I put, you know, all of my dragon bones like you do in Skyrim. Was uh-huh. it in my solitude house? Was it in the Windhelm house? No. So whatever trunk you place is going to have everything so that uh, you don't have to worry about where did I leave my keys. Okay. Um, and only the owner can interact with them. So granting permission to other players to to use them does not exist. So, damn it. I heard that and I was like, oh, I can't mess with the Varwin stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is the reason, reason I why. felt that feature was in there just to prevent me. Like, I, uh, Gina Bruno was talking about it and I was like, why do you do this to me? I don't understand this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, like, I, I really felt like she was talking to me, like, you can't do this. Okay. Anyway, uh, increasing the furniture cap is something they may consider. Uh, the chests and coffers are available to purchase in the game with Telvar stones, Master Ritz, or through the Crown Store. Um, I do like that you can purchase them with uh, either Telvar or Master Ritz. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That, I, I, and you can put, like, items in there. I thought it was just housing items, like I heard before, because I heard housing no. housing storage. No, it's a chest, and if you want to put all the stuff that you can't use in there, you know, we get 60 for the chests. You get, put 60 things in there that I'm never going to use, but I think I'm going to, for a tank or a, D- <laughs> a DPS, which I'm probably never going to play. Um, but I, I might, one day. I can put all that crap in there, and it's not in my bank. Yes. Oh. It's not cluttering. That's one of the things that I really love about this idea is that it's not going to clutter up your bank. And, um, you know, it. this is this is a, a, a fantastic example of Zoss listening great. to the player base because all year long I – mean, it's hard to think of it, but uh, Homestead came out a year ago. Yeah. You know, so all 2017, um, Zoss has been hearing us, you know, say like, you know, can we please get um, housing storage? And now, and now a year later we've got it uh, and it's, this is, um, well, we're, we're going to be getting it anyway. Um, And it's, you know, this is, this is really great. 
Yeah. So so the chests have a sixty character uh, a sixty item limit, and you can own four of those. The coffers have a thirty item limit, and you can own four of those. You can earn all eight together, and that'll bump you up to a three hundred and sixty item limit. This is item slots, by the way. So if things oh. stack. <laughs> So all of those shoulder pieces that you've been collecting in the hopes of getting the heavy uh-huh. with divines uh-huh. and all the other ones that you've been collecting and never thrown away, you can now put them all in your chest. Yep. Oh my god! And then, oh, and and um, if you go to craft something, it's not like your bank. So if you store things in these chests or coffers, uh, when you go to craft something, it's not going to take out of there. Um, so, I mean. I, I was going to have a good point to that, but I can't remember what it was. Well, the nice thing is, is that let's say you have your your main character there, Liz, and she puts all the stuff in there, and then you go on to a second character. You can go in and just pull them out. It's not like having to currently, with a mule character, go in and oh, take it out, oh, put it yeah. in the bank, make sure you have enough bank space, then go on to the character you want to put them on, and then put them on that character, and then you know swap all that stuff around. Once it's in there, any of your characters can walk into that house, open up the trunk or the uh, coffer, and pull whatever they want out or dump whatever they want in. So it's you know not like the log in, log out, log in, log out stuff that happens with a mule character. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I have a mistress of holding that I have some stuff <laughs> in there, but then I have to lever what mistress of holding. I'm not saying what she's holding. I'm just saying she's holding um, something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. And so I made her a Nord because I figured they hold a lot of stuff because um, <laughs> they're strong, I guess. They have Broad big shoulders. hands. Yeah. But then you have to – I have to level her up to get the bank spaces or pay on that. So, oh, this is just – it's a dream come true for me. It really is. Uh, it's like, it's a yeah, – yeah. And, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks were sort of asking about this too. So it's, it's really awesome that, that this is, this is going to be there. Um, okay. Listen, uh, I just want to break up the momentum for just a minute, and uh, I want to announce, like, you know, two two quick things. Um, number one, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in the Twitch chat room right now, um, we are going to do an Amazon gift card giveaway tonight for you in the chat room. Um, but when we're done reading the emails, if we have an average of 20 people in our chat room, an average of 20 people in our chat room, we will give away an Amazon gift card at the end of our email section to one lucky person in our chat room. So uh, do us a favor, okay, and uh, share share our show on, on social media. Get as many of your friends as you can possibly get in here, okay? Uh, if we have an average of 20 people, okay, then we'll give a uh, an Amazon gift card away to one lucky person in the chat room, we're going to ask you to um, send us a private message in Twitch. Uh, let us know your um, email address, and we will email that to you. Okay, that's uh, number one. Number two, uh, we are on a um, a road to partnered here on Twitch. QGN is trying to get partnered on Twitch. This is the reason why we're going to be doing some some things. Uh, we're streaming a lot. Okay, five out of seven days a week. So. Um, this is this is uh, this is part of it. So we would like for you to share our show if you enjoy it, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna give away uh, an Amazon gift card to uh, you know kind of kind of further this along a little bit. Okay, okay, I'm back. All right, welcome back, Mike. Um, please do number three level up system. 
Oh, okay. Not number four? Not number four. Damn it. I wanted number four. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Do, do number four then, and I'll, I'll get number three right now. Okay. Okay. Number four, the outfitter system. There's an outfitting station. It used to be the die station, but it's been updated to include outfits now. Your die station at home will be upgraded too. Every character gets a free outfit slot. Go over what an outfit slot here is in a second. Created outfits are made on a per character basis. They can collect outfit styles and there are count wide collections. And every piece of armor can be created and created into a outfit. It does not change your armor. Uh, it can have, you can be wearing a heavy armor and have it look like a light armor. You can choose what to wear and what to show uh, on any of the pieces or the entire outfit. Uh, there is a user interface that'll show you what you have unlocked and what you have not unlocked. And you can preview what you did not unlock yet. You can create a costume piece that piece does uh, creating a costume piece does have an in-game gold cost associated with it. The more rare the motif, the more it will cost per armor piece. Outfit tokens will be available for purchase, and weapon dying is coming as part of this. Yay! Ah! Oh. As I was saying earlier to some people, that means that everybody will be running around with Spriggan swords dyed pink yep. and the spinner staffs dyed pink so that they now have giant pink staffs for penetration. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> that was my joke. God. Okay, so what does all of this mean? So you're going to be getting an outfit slot. So if you have ever gone to a dye station, and you have a costume tab up there, costume little icon, and it allows you to dye your costume, right? Mm -hmm. You're now going to have an outfitting tab there, and you're going to be able to create an outfit. And that outfit is all of the pieces of armor slots. And so you can have a headpiece, shoulder piece, a chest piece, a leg piece, and like. Uh, you can have any combination of them. Uh, so you could have just a head and shoulder so that you can hide your monster helmet set. Or you could do a chest and legs. Whatever you want to do. And that becomes your outfit that you save in that slot. Now, uh, they were saying on the ESO Live, if you decide you're going to have a very easy thing like your ratio motif, you want to have a Bosmer set. Make Bosmer said it's going to be very cheap. It's going to be a couple hundred gold pieces per slot. So a couple hundred for the chest, a couple hundred for the legs. And as long as you know that motif on one character in your account, you're all set. Ah. Now yes. let's say you are like myself, a completionist who is cursing every time I am in Vardenfeld because I can't get the boy in armature set. Uh, <laughs> but you have completed the house Lalu set. That's a more rare set, so it's going to cost you more per slot. So if you have shoulders, chest, legs, it might cost you 2000 per slot. But you'll be able to craft a combination of armor sets so long as your character knows them for House Lalu motifs. Since I only know one boy in armature piece, I would only be able to make one, whatever one I know, for my costume. And I'd have to fill in the rest of the costume with something else. 
or outfit, sorry. So this means uh, I'm, with these costumes uh, that you put together, I can put together um, my little my little dress, my shoes, my gloves, but I don't have to have any shoulder pieces, do I? Showing. No. I mean, I can have them on my character in theory, but you won't be able to see them. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Um. Wow, I think they killed Liz. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Now, there, there's two things. One is every time you go to the station and you want to change your outfit, okay? Let's say you're, you've decided to create an outfit that's House Lalu. And you've got all the pieces and they're all House Lalu, whether they be medium, heavy, or light, whatever combination you've decided to make them. And you go in and you decide, okay, you know what? I want to actually make it Ancient Orc. So now you go and you make all the changes for Ancient Orc. You have to pay the gold cost to change all of those pieces. Okay, it becomes a brand new outfit that is on your character, but it takes that outfit slot. Now they said that you can go in and buy with crowns a second slot. So now you've created your house Lalu and you save it to your first outfit slot and you've bought a second outfit slot. You create a whole new outfit that's Ancient Orc and you're out adventuring. You can swap on the fly because you've already paid for both of them, both gold to make it and the crown for the second uh, slot. You'll be able to change back and forth from your house Lalu to your ancient orc set for your outfit. Um, the only time you need to pay is when you create a new outfit or make changes to your current outfit at the outfitter station. So this is going to allow people that do crafting to have you know, a huge relevance to their character and it's great that it's account wide so if you have multiple crafters you don't have to worry about that new character not being able to put on an outfit as long as one of your characters knows how to make it all of them know how to make it uh, it also means that if you're collecting motifs that the motif prices are probably going to skyrocket again as people start uh, finishing their collections uh, so if you're selling motifs, you may, might want to wait until next week to put them back on the market uh, as prices start to go up again. Um, and then, yes, weapon dyeing is coming. So everybody who's currently running around with the Rubidite red swords, uh, you'll be able to dye them a selection of colors. And uh, so I know a lot of people are really excited about that. But also... The outfit will include your weapons. So if you have a staff and you want to make it a Khajiit style staff because you like that crescent, as long as you know the Khajiit style, you'll be able to make your staff into any of the other staffs that you already know how to make in the crafting uh, selection as part of an outfit. And from what I understood, um, if you have, say, a one-handed item, um, you can make it look like a different one-handed item. You can't make a staff look like a sword, but you can make, say, um, uh, an axe look like a sword. Yes. And yeah. Two-handers that you can make an, a two-handed uh, sword into a two-handed base. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's. Huge. Oh my god! <laughs> I actually you just can... went. I actually just went through that today. I'm I'm playing a new character in in ESO. And um, she's a uh, she's gonna. I I want her to be using you know two handed um, uh, two handed maces. Um, unfortunately, I got 
you know, and this actually happened earlier on on uh, late night Elder Scrolls as well with my other new character Thor the Mighty. I want these guys to be using two handed maces, and unfortunately, um, they got you know, uh, you know, one character ended up getting a two handed axe, and the other character ended up getting a two handed sword. And they were like massive upgrades. I'm not gonna like pass up a massive upgrade like that simply because I want to keep the you know, the aesthetic going. It'd be great if I could, but, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cut my nose to spite my face. So with this in place, I'll be able to, you know, in the future, take that massive upgraded piece of item, armor that dropped while I'm leveling and just make it look like what I want it to look like. It's really and and cool. that's very important, the aesthetic changes. So if you're somebody like myself who does double daggers a lot for the extra crit, but I'd like to show them as double maces or double hammers, they're still going to be, I'm still going to be dual wielding daggers, but they will look like something else. Right. So, you know, even though you'll have a sword and you'll get all of the, the benefits of the sword, it will look like an axe or a mace. Oh my it's God. not going to change what you're <gasps> holding. It's going to change what you're holding looks like. That's what. Yes! I know! <laughs> so you can't, you know, make a bow look like a dagger, but you could make a dagger look like an axe. Nice. So basically, as long as it is a a, a weapon within its own skill line can be changed around. So you won't be able to make uh, your your staff into a bow or your bow into a shield. But you'll be able to make, you know, an axe into a sword or look like a sword. You know, that actually helps me with my um, my healing staff and destruction staff because that's how I know what bar I'm on, honestly. Because all the Templar skills are all the same color. Yeah. I don't have time to be looking down. But I know I'm on my healing bar when I've got that, that moon because I use the Khajiit style. But my other one, because I'll use something very, very simple that looks nothing like it. So I can make sure all of my healing staffs, <laughs> saves, whatever, um, you know, I will just apply that outfit looks different. on it. Yeah. Or just a color. I mean, that would help a lot. Yeah. yeah. For those who are uh, joining the... Of course, the, I want everything pink, but... <laughs> pumped! I'm pumped! For those who are joining the chat room right now, we're going over the uh, awesome information that came over uh, from ESO Live yesterday, uh, the Dungeon DLC Dragon Bones preview, and uh, we are currently talking about the outfit system. So and... Mithralesk has a question in the, the chat, and I don't know, and I don't know if we would be able to even answer it. But having a resto staff look like a destro staff, he says, would be awesome. I don't know if that will be possible because that would be a line change. Uh, I don't know if they're going well, because staff, you're you're staves or staves. Yeah, staves yeah. or staves. But in terms of the way you hold it and the way that your character functions, resto versus ah, destro. Gotcha. Okay. Because yeah. that's not an aesthetic in terms of the way the item looks. That is a um, uh, a character animation. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, when you're holding the Rusto staff, uh, your character holds it much like the Prophet Dumbledore holds his staff. He leans on his staff for, <laughs> for the extra support. <laughs> oh, like Rafiki. That's the Rafiki stance. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Asante <laughs> That's how happy I am. I'm doing Asante Squash Banana. Liz, because I love this. Wow, uh, that's 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 some. That's she some, really wants her pink spinner staff. That's some legit oh. <laughs> glee right there, Liz. <laughs> what? Mike made the joke initially. Well, yeah, but 
I, I, I'm thinking that there, there might have been some inspiration from another certain game that you and I used to play. Yeah. It is I, very I'm, similar. I'm very it is excited about that. Very similar. And well, that, that makes me yeah. so happy. That makes me so happy. And I'm wondering, you know, when and it's probably not going to be this year, but eventually I'm sure costume pieces will be able to be able to be swapped. Um, but that's not now. I mean, right. that's definitely not now. But I mean, this, I'm hoping for that perfect. in the future. Yeah, I think it's a good starting off point because we we've, we've been asking for something like this. And oh, it's great. I know they were really excited to tell us. So yeah, oh, thank this, you guys. Great. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike. Anything else on the outfit system? So I'm just super excited that uh, motifs will become incredibly relevant again. Um, you know, I just got the Master Shield to go in this last update to go with the Master Sword, and. I would love the fact that the shield, I'm going to be able to make it look like any shield that I want. And that uh, Grim Harlequin shield with the giant skull on the front is my favorite. So most of my shields are now going to look Grim Harlequin. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, you're probably going to make a ton of money off this uh, selling these these motifs, right? Yeah. I mean, right now, the motifs market has been going down. So the Vardenfeld uh, house motifs are going for about 13k and they're probably going to jump back up yeah so that uh, means along... tonight go buy yes yeah buy low because, is a high because the, the anybody longer... who go ahead rob oh. yeah. i was gonna say like like the more time that goes since this announcement was made yeah uh the the prices are going to start going up as people start figuring this out oh yeah yeah all right, so. um, let's jump into uh, into this right now. Um, the uh, second to last thing before we, we move on is the level up system. All right, Zoss wanted to help out new players understand the combat and ability system and how they how that works um, on on basically how a new player can make a viable character. Okay, with so many with so many options and choices in Elder Scrolls Online, this is this is actually a pitfall of choice. You can choose uh-huh. to uh-huh. make. To neuter yourself inadvertently. So so how does a new player go through all of the time and dedication to do something only to at the end actually have a viable character? So the answer I would that- say oh, I'm sorry, a new player slash returning slash somebody that's playing a different class for the first time. You know, I'm glad uh, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Because even though like you and I have been playing the game since it launched in 2014. Yeah. There are you classes, play a tank, I play a healer. <laughs> right. There are classes you and I barely, barely know at all. Um, you know, notwithstanding the Warden, which is a new class, but like, I don't know shit about Nightblades. You yeah, know, I don't either. I, I can kind of poke myself around a, a you know, a, um, a Dragon Knight here and there. But like that, it's just it's just you know I I you and I play Templars that that's what mm-hmm. I love and I always go back to that because I love that the most. But if I were to venture out into into a Nightblade, I have I have a Nightblade. Um, I, you know I I I know what I know about the game um, because I've been following it for so long. But the fact is is that I'm still I still have questions, and I've been active since it launched. I mean you're right, a returning player especially, brand new players especially. They're kind of lost a little bit, and you can understand why. So Zoss came up with this idea of the level-up system, which is basically a, gu- a guided tutorial as you play and level up. It, it's going to give you lots of different, um, uh, lots of lots of different suggestions, and also a reward-based system on that su- on those suggestions as well. And we're going to get into that information right now. 
Okay, so when you level up, you're going to be prompted to, quote, claim your level up rewards. And tips will also be showing up in the user interface. And it's going to show you around your abilities, okay? And in some instances, um, I think when you when you get to level 15, you'll actually, as a reward, be able to claim a new weapon. This way you have something to unlock your weapon swap ability. That's why it's level 15. Um, when you get to do something like that. All right, this system is also going to explain to you uh, when your next big level up is going to come and, and what you can look forward to when that happens. Um, in Elder Scrolls Online, every fifth level tends to be a bit of a what they call a milestone. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be seeing some of these rewards pop up then on your milestone levels. Now, some of those rewards are going to include gold, crafting materials, consumables, even mounts, or even a crown crate. All right. Um, they're going to provide. Uh, it's also going to provide more information on options available for skills, abilities, and even certain in-game mechanics as well. Um, now, the patch notes coming out on Monday. It's going to have a list of of what to expect every milestone. Again, every fifth level uh, of what those rewards will be. So uh, they didn't have a whole lot of time to really explain in depth what that was going to be in in ESO Live, um, but they they kind of tease that out for you. So there were a couple things that they talked about. Yeah, the mount is pretty much the the, the brown horse that you can get uh, in the stable, I guess. So it, it's nothing great. It's nothing that you know, but it's a horse, and, and it's cheap, and because it's free. So you know, people like all of us who've been playing for a while, we probably already have this horse. So yeah. it, it's nothing to get mad about because I know some yeah, there was some God. anger. That was floating after this announcement because they're like, "Oh, I see how it is. Give noobs all the new stuff, all the stuff." And it's like, "Well, what about vet players? What exactly. about vet players?" Exactly. It's like, okay, so at level fifteen, you get a level fifteen sword that looks like, or that is the prophet style, whatever that style is. It's a level fifteen sword. It's not a level fifty. It's not you know anything great. It's going to be you know a blue or a green quality type of weapon. The only thing that people, you know, are saying is that, you know, you get certain upgrades to, like, I think you get a um, a character inventory upgrade for free. Usually when you think about it, it's like 900 gold for your first uh, inventory upgrade. So not, you know, many of us get that in one hour gameplay without even thinking about it, just, you know, from trash that we pick up. Um you're going to get a crown crate because obviously the thing with crown crates, they want to get you hooked early so that that way you'll buy more crown crates. If you really want the crown crate, they say that I think it's a level 20 that you have to make and it's account based. So any character you get up to level 20, you're going to get a free crown crate. Woohoo. <laughs> you get a crown crate, but it's a ca it's for that character, isn't it? So it's, even no, if you count, so oh, okay. you can't deleting characters and play the game of I'll get this to level 20 and delete it and I'll get it to yeah. level 20. It's yeah. your account and that's it. Over and done with. Yeah. Um, so they, they've thought of all of the ways that the exploiters could have, you know, won the whole game. <laughs> what? I, I, wouldn't, I don't do that for MMOs. Single player games, maybe. But <laughs> so, so, but there was like a lot of like people who are like, "Oh, the noobs, noobs are getting everything." It's like, oh my god. Ah, oh, come on, and relax. A lot of this stuff uh, is actually just pointing out what you already yeah. get in the game, but it makes it so you can see what you're getting because you might right. be in the middle of a battle when you level up, yeah. and you're like, "Well, I didn't the, know about that." The weapon or, that comes do that. Like so many people that still don't know how to buy a bank upgrade or how to buy a a, a backpack upgrade. Or to buy a mount, and it's going to prompt you to go to the stable 
and talk to the stable master to prompt you to go to the bank and talk to the banker. Um, so it's all of these kind of things where it's going to prompt you on, okay, open up your, your character sheet and decide on a, um, uh, a skill. And these, this is the skill that we suggest that for this level that you pick. Right. This the, is brilliant. The, uh, the, the weapon that you're getting, um, when, when you hit level 15, the, the only reason why that that's your reward is to save you the, the trouble of, okay, now that, now that I'm level 15 and I'm able to unlock my second, uh, ability bar and weapon swap, okay, instead of saving me the trouble of running out and, and waiting for the perfect weapon to drop or crafting, uh, a weapon just to do this, okay, it's gonna just say, look, here, j- take it. Here, this way you can kind of get your feet wet a little bit on, on what this is. Because, Casual players, a lot of times, what what we end up doing is we're going to get something brand new in the game, and because we're having so much fun, um, you know, hanging out with our friends or with the story or exploring, we're gonna cut, we're gonna forget, we're gonna forget, and you'd be surprised at how many times, like you know, people forget, yeah. like at your level fifteen, and you can put a second weapon on your other bar, and you log out, and it's like you know, a couple of levels later, you're like, oh shit, yeah, I, I actually have this ability to do this. And if you're new to the game, you kind of need someone to point that out to you and and to be given a weapon just like here, you know, take this just so you can unlock that second bar, just so you can grab whatever uh, abilities you have unlocked and start populating your second bar with that. Give it a go. Give it a try. That's really nice. You know, it's, yeah. it's really nice to actually have that ability. And it's not making you... Oh, you're level 15, all right? If anyone says, oh, that's going to make you overpowered at level 15, you really need no. to go back and play the game a little bit because I don't think you could ever be overpowered at level 15. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> not, not with 50 being the end level and with all those champion points. Uh, Especially since uh, I know that in a tweet today, uh, Rich was saying that, like, the top ESO player has reached, like, 2,380-something champion points. Yeah, it's like you know, yeah. this guy could not log in for the next two years and still be at level cap. Jesus, <laughs> my God! Wow, <laughs> go <All right>. outside. <laughs> uh, the other, the other, <laughs> geez, Liz. The uh, the other thing is um, is the skill advisor, which uh, Mike kind of touched on very briefly. Uh, that is going to be a new UI element to help you build your character, like building templates or building guides. Um, you can. You know, it can be turned on and off, just so you know. You can. So if you're an advanced player, you don't have to worry about this. It's, it's basically going to give you uh, a build template or like a guide, and this can be turned on and off. So if you're an advanced player, like like most of us here on the show, you don't have to worry about it. You can turn it off. It's no big deal. Uh, for some of the new players, it'll be there for you if that's something that you kind of want to have walked help you you know walk through some of this stuff. And quite um, honestly, I, I I love the idea of this. Um, it was in Rift. Um, yeah. I know we keep going back to Rift, but you could if you didn't really care, you were just I'm here to level up because I'm going to change everything later. And they're like, yeah, I'll try this way. It's it's going to be like your base stuff, I believe, because it's going to get you to try out everything and all the all the different skill trees. And oh, this is helpful, you know, when you're level four or whatever. Right. That's. It's not a big deal. People were going on. Oh, this is this is just the streamers' builds, and this is that. Who cares? Who cares? I, I think it's going to be what Zoss believes is is going to be your baseline, like 
hey, this is good for everybody to have. Right. Kind of thing. Now, you're going to tell the advisor what role you're looking for, whether it's, you know, tank, healer, or DPS. And it's going to suggest abilities and passives for you as you level up. So now you know, like, okay, I'm definitely on the path to when I hit 50, I'm going to be a viable tank. The path that I'm taking right now, I am going to be a viable viable tank or a healer or a DPS. And, and I think, especially for me, um, you know, if I'm looking to, to, to go Nightblade, you know, I really, I don't play Nightblades. I actually, I still have to take a look at not only my, my abilities, but what they morph into. And I have to read every word and kind of be a little thoughtful about it at this point. If you're a new player or if you're a returning player from, you know, you, you quit back in 2014, 2015, the game's changed a lot, okay? Um, and there's new gameplay mechanics in there that did not exist. Look at your skills. Some of those in there, like some of the buffs that you get, those did not exist. It's hard to remember, but those did not exist. A new returning player, you, someone needs to grab their hand and kind of be shown this stuff. And this um, this new uh, level up system, which is coming in, you know, the Dragon Bones DLC, okay, update 17, is going to be there to sort of help out with that. So I, I think it's a really good example of um, of of kind of of Zoss sort of helping out. Uh, you know the the uh, the newly initiated, and it's a good idea. With ten million players in the game, some of them are probably making some some choices that are frustrating for them at the end of the road. And it's it's nice to have this. It's also great right after Christmas because you know a lot of people got this for Christmas. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Um, the other thing I want to touch on very briefly uh, before we move on is one um, more quick thing on this aspect, though. All right, Mike. Is they did announce that they are going to open another character slot. So every, anybody who has maxed out oh, their yeah. character slots and wants that crown crate or wants, you know, the level 15 sword or whatever the case might be, you're going to be able to make a new character and bring them all the way through uh, to get that kind of stuff. The total um, of 15 characters? Yep. Um, oh, Rage just was like, what? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, because, like, Ooh. if you've already got a max character, you're not going to get retroactively given this stuff. So you actually have to earn it on a brand new character. So they're going to open up an extra character slot for your account. Nice. So that way right. you don't have to destroy a you know max level character to to experience it. Uh, the alt graveyard. Aww. <laughs> or, or, with the wrong eyebrows. Or, or I should well. call it the alt mass grave. <laughs> <That's> horrible. <laughs> wow, I've got a few. Uh, I've got a few alts I had uh, deleted this week myself, actually. So I, I hear you on that. Um, all right, thanks, thanks for that, Mike, because that's that's definitely some good perspective stuff. Um, I didn't hear come out of ESO Live. Um, okay, one thing that um, that ESO Live did not have a chance to to get into, which actually was a part of their preview article on ElderScrollsOnline.com, uh, was was some of the PvP stuff. All right, um, very briefly. Okay, two new battlegrounds will make their debut with update seventeen, Dragonbones. Okay, more Kazgur, which is going to be an old uh, one of the old orc strongholds, actually, from Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, um, is going to appear as a battleground. And uh, kind of works with the lore, too, because apparently it was, uh, a, a, quote, a center of countless Second Era conflicts, end quote, from their article. More Kazgur. Oh. So, so for Battlegrounds fans, you're getting that. And also Deeping Drome which is a dwarven ruin filled with tight hallways and built with, uh, built with stealth ga stealth gameplay in mind. So, nice. Oh, my Shit. God. Yeah. Now, okay, how many times are people going to say Dreeping Drome? D 
or or instead of or, deeping drome. Yeah, or or seeping seeping drome. Or... Uh, Just remember, you do need more drones. the Morrowind expansion to have access to battlegrounds. Yes. So that is one thing that I did see in their their online thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, this last thing though. Can I say it? Go for it. Combat mechanics improvements, <clears throat> among others, making it easier to identify and activate ability synergies. The identification. I mean, I know it says press whatever for synergy. Oh, I want to know what the hell it is. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. So this is gonna be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they mean by that. I kind of in my in my mind, I've got you know one way like how that might work, but I have noticed that when I'm in the thick of it. Um, I don't necessarily see the um, synergy thing mm-hmm. at the the notification that there's a synergy that I could I could activate right now. I don't necessarily see that all the time, and um, having it something in place where it's making it a little bit more identifiable for me to see something like that, um, I think is is going to be uh, depending on how they do it, it's probably going to be uh, you know much much easier for me to just say, oh okay, I'll, I'll hit my button for that now. Uh, I'm, a- I'm looking forward to that because during one of the raids, we gave up on using Templar's Purify uh, because it required the activation of synergies. And we just had more people slotting the PvP Purify um, ability because you didn't have to activate it. Because we were finding that ah. most of the raid was dead because they weren't activating their own synergies. Or their because synergies. everybody wanted shards, that's why. And we only have five buttons to press. <laughs> Shard! 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 All right. Um, I just want to uh, tell the chat room right now, we're doing very, very well on our uh, 20-person average for our Amazon gift card giveaway at the end of our email section. Okay? So we're doing very well, guys. Uh, I have a feeling if we keep up these numbers, we will be be right about there. So so thank you for all what you're doing in, in getting that going. Um, okay, we have one more thing that we want to quickly mention uh, before we move on to other aspects of the show, but uh, which is the ESO Plus bonus event, which was announced today. Um, but before we do that, I kind of want to just do a quick roundup of, of the information from the Dragon Bones DLC preview. Um, let's uh, let's start. Uh, Rob, are you are you back? I thought I heard Rob came no, up. Let's start with Liz. Uh, um, okay, what did you ask for again? Because all I heard was Rob. <laughs> yeah, um, I just yeah, just all of this information on the Dragon Bones uh, DLC that's coming out. Just your basic your basic ideas, your thoughts on it. Well, of of the DLC like itself, like the dungeon. Holy crap! Uh, that was absolutely beautiful. The screenshots they've shown, or at least the art they've shown from it. Yeah. Uh, like a white dragon, like the whole snow area. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but of I course, agree. the housing storage is, is going to be my savior in this game yeah. because I, all I do when I log on for at least 45 minutes is is run around doing my crafting stuff. And that's fine. But trying to find space for all the stuff. So it's going to be so nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Mike, what about you? Your uh, basic thoughts on Dragon Bones? Uh, I am really looking forward more than anything else as to the uh, outfitting system. And uh, I've got last quarter's uh, crowns that I have not spent yet, and so I'm probably going to buy more and more <laughs> outfitter slots. Yeah. I, I love it. Yep. It's, uh, they, 
thing. There's this whole beautiful dr- dungeon out there, and people are like, "Oh my god, I can store stuff and die my weapon." I got it. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I mean, Zaz seems to really like. They always do this, where um, they they're coming out with an amazing piece of content. And then some quality of life stuff. And then people just go bazonkers over the quality of life stuff. And it's hilarious to watch. It's, you know, yeah, we love the dungeons, but oh my God, like I've got this and that. Like, you know, I can die this. I could do that. And like people love, people really, I I don't think you can underestimate how much people really love getting creative with, uh, with their characters. It's, it's really, it really is very, something, um, very special. And it's it's hilarious to watch. <laughs> it's it's very funny. Um, okay, Rob, uh, what about you? What do you uh, just everything in general in regards to what we covered in involving Dragon Bones? What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited. Um, I I actually uh, uninstalled ESO because I ran out of disk space and uh, needed to play some games I got for Christmas. Uh, so now I'm like, Ugh, okay. Now I'm going to have to uh, play this game really quick so I can reinstall. <laughs> so, um, okay, so I have until February. So, oh God, I've got so many new games that I need to play through. But um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm really psyched. Uh, I really like, I mean, obviously, I've been waiting for this outfit system. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. this is... All right, I'm going to do a Wayne's World here. Swing! Swing! Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm, I'm also very excited about this level-up system. Um, This is something, uh, like, just, 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 you know, listening to uh, how this was explained, it kind of reminds me of kind of what Final Fantasy XIV does um, without the, uh, felt like the quest lock, where... You know, if you haven't played Final Fantasy XIV, uh, for those of you listening, uh, that is a very, very uh, detailed and, uh, uh, I guess, deep game. <laughs> That's really the only way I could put it. There are so many systems in that game. And I think the developers realize that it is very easy for a new player to get overwhelmed playing that game. Mm-hmm. So it kind of holds your hand along the way once you get to, like, level 30 or so and... Uh, you know, helps ease you into the game without getting you overwhelmed. And plus, there, there's a bunch of systems that you wouldn't even know existed had these systems not been there. And this is very much like that. Um, I know that there's somebody uh, in our chat room said they're very new. They didn't even know where the bank was. Uh, didn't know you could respec. Uh, things like that. That is something that a level-up system like this is perfect for so that the player can get absolutely everything out of the game that they are playing. Yeah. Um, big, big shout out to Valdurian. Who, oh, I was uh, just going to say that. Man. Yes. Uh, big <laughs> shout out to Valdurian. Uh, thank you very much for, uh, for the bits for, uh, for, for cheering on, for cheering us on. I, I do believe, um, yes, that is actually the second time that uh, Valdurian cheered us on today. So thank Aww. you very much for the, uh, the first cheer of a hundred bits and the second cheer for 99 bits. Thank you very much, Valdarian. That's really generous of you. Um, okay, so I want to throw out there that. Um, okay. Oh my God, Dungeons! Oh my God! Uh, I'm really what? excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm really excited. about a big pink sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about these two new dungeons. Oh my God, Dungeons! <laughs> <laughs> um, the fa- <laughs> 
Scale Caller Pete. Go. Fang Lair. <laughs> I mean, oh man. I two new dungeons, normal and vet mode. I can't wait. I can't wait. I love dungeons so much. I still feel like I haven't really gotten um all of my uh um all of all of myself, like all of my money's worth out of out of playing uh Folk Hold and um um uh Bloodroot Forge. So I, I'm still actually like, you know, in those and playing those just like a, a little bit here and, oh. and there. And now I'm getting two more dungeons. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be great. So um, I, I, oh, I just you have, get me through everything. God, what's that? You have Zep. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I mean, he and I, we. But but if you then listen, Zep, already just, them all. just because just because. <laughs> no, that's actually not true. Just because Zephan is, you know, he normally like plays alongside me in uh, in late night Elder Scrolls, um, doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna crush everything either. Like like if you watch lo- the last episode of Late Night Elder Scrolls, we got our asses handed to us in um, uh, I-, I think it was uh, Bloodroot Forge Vet. Also drinks a bottle of Crown Royal before each show. <laughs> yeah, but it actually it wasn't him or me. It was actually the other two guys that we pugged. Oh, I saw some of that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was rough, and uh, I I said some pretty horrible things to uh, to that hag Raven. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> I might have dropped some bad boy words. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, that's what I'm most excited for is Scale Caller Peak and Fang Lair. I can't wait to jump into these things. I can't wait to kick a necromancer's ass in Fanglair. Oh, that is such my thing. You know, like Templar, tank, show me the necromancer. I'm going to grab him by his bony little throat and crack him in two. Like, oh, that is just, I can't wait to kick a necromancer's ass. Oh, yeah. Ready to crush it. So this is going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I'm going to take myself down a few notches. <laughs> oh, um. Can we name this episode because of all the the housing storages? Can we name it um, Mo Chest Mo Booty? Jesus! All right, is that what you want, Liz? <laughs> what <laughs> Mo Chest Mo, uh, Mo Chest Mo Booty? Mo Chest Mo Booty. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> let me make a, let me make a note. <laughs> I thought of that earlier, and I looked over, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> Mo Chest Mo Booty." Um, all right. Okay, so uh, we have uh, this this one more announcement to get into, uh, plus some gameplay. All right, a little lore stuff here and there, and then some emails. After the emails, we are looking like we are going to be able to give away an Amazon gift card uh, to our chat room, who's been doing a great job of keeping us on the average of 20-plus in, uh, in the chat room today, uh, helping us along on our goal toward getting partnered. It's a long goal, but it's a goal for 2018. We're very dedicated to doing this. So thank you, everyone in the chat room, for doing that. Um, okay, Mike, on to ESO Plus bonus event announced today. Mike, you there? Oh, sorry, I was muted. Oh, I was okay. pulling a Liz. <laughs> uh, so anybody who was not connected on social media today, uh, the team at Zoss announced that ESO Plus bonus event uh, is coming. So 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, January 9th, and it will run until 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, January 15th. During this event, ESO Plus members can earn up to six free crown crates just by logging into the game every day. If you're not already a member, join us and enjoy the select benefits of ESO Plus completely free. So to show their appreciation, uh, Zoss 
ex- to show our appreciation to existing ESO Plus members, we're giving up to six free Flame Atronach Crown Crates during this event period. The Flame Atronach Crown Crates contain a red-hot selection of rare collectibles and useful consumables that you can't find anywhere else in Tamriel. In these crates, you can find eye-catching mounts like the Flame Atronach Horse, top-tier experience scrolls, and even unique costumes and skins. To participate in the ESO Plus bonus event, simply log into the game with an active paid ESO Plus membership. Free trial member does not count. Each day from January 9th until January 15th. Note that in order to qualify, each unique login must occur within a 24-hour time period that starts at 10 a.m. Eastern and ends at 9.59 a.m. Eastern the next day. If you remain logged in over a two-day period, it will only count as one entry. You must completely log out and back into the game. Logging out just to another character select screen will not work. So shut the game down. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sure that this must be some type of thing like Steam or something that doesn't log you out or something. I don't know. Um, Probably so that their system can actually count you. Yeah, but I'm sure that like with the last time they did this, I'm sure somebody complained because some system glitch didn't log them out of their compute off of the game on their computer or their PlayStation or whatever. So they have to include this little thing here. Uh, when the event concludes, you'll receive one crate for each day you logged in, up to a maximum of six uh, by January 18th. So for ESO Plus members, that's the information for your free crown crates. So six free crown crates coming. But what uh, I didn't write in here and probably kind of like glossed over is that uh, if you aren't an ESO crown uh, mm-hmm. or an ESO Plus member, uh, you will get select benefits completely for free during that week. So, like, if you are the kind of person who doesn't have it, but you have stuff to put in your crafting bag, make sure you log in, <laughs> and it will repopulate your crafting bag from your all of your st- your stuff that you have on your characters. Uh, make sure you log into each of those characters, though, so that that way it populates your crafting bag. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, have stuff to place in your house and your house is full, make sure you log in, because you should get extended uh, stuff for the housing for that uh-huh. week. So, you know, so for those of us that are ESO Plus, uh, we get uh, thank you crown crates. And for those that are not, you get access to many of the aspects that uh, Plus membership uh, brings with you, including increased XP, XP, costume dyes, uh, crafting bags for that week. So don't miss out. That's right. Internet high five, guys. Come on. Yeah. Oh, God. Did Woo. this happen during the summer? I thought Up it was... Yes. Yeah. Down low, Liz. I remember saying, like, I want this in six months, and I remember thinking winter. Yeah. Oh, ah, so it did happen every... Yay! And that was the last time you populated your cra- your cra- your crafting bag, wasn't it? <laughs> that was the last time I populated my crafting bag. That was the last time I did anything with my house, because if I took anything out, I wouldn't be able to put anything back in. Oh! Oh! <laughs> every six months! Oh, I hope so. Yeah! I love it when Liz is so animated. It's great. <laughs> oh my god! It's like I can do things. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway, it's pretty amazing. All yeah. right. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that, Mike. And I uh, really appreciate you dropping that in there today because um, when this got tweeted out, I was uh, honestly I was ass deep in snow on my driveway trying to clear it yeah. out. Guess what Mike was doing? Incubating. <laughs> Incubating. Yeah, but yeah. he still had time to like look at Twitter. What were so- you? 
what were you incubating, by the way? Uh, I think at that point in time, I was incubating lungs. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> but you had time to go onto Twitter. Yeah, but they have CNN. to sit in solution for a while and, you know, at temperature. <laughs> and then you take them out and you do what you have to do. And so, you know, there's a lot of hurry up and wait in science. You know, you know what's funny about Mike is the guy's actually, from what I can understand, a really good cook, too. So so he's he could be at home baking muffins or he could be at work baking lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't take your work home with you. Yeah. No! That would be really gross. Oh. Mm, long muffins. Mm. Mm. Or, or... Long muffins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tweeted out a picture of like what I had done earlier this week. I had a huge uh, slide project where I had to stain all of these uh, sectioned hearts uh, with this dye to see if we got um, collagen deposits. And it was 180 slides, and I had them all laid out on this big bench. I got and, enough collagen deposits if you need. You can suck them right I on a out. Picture of, of like what I had done, and I posted it, and it was like I, only thing I could think of was like when I bake cookies, like you know, each of the individual cookies laid out on the big like dining room table, and there's all these slides of the these hearts that all laid out on the bench top, 180 slides, and it was like wow, that was a lot of work for today. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, listen. Uh, we want to thank everyone for uh, for for listening uh, right now, and uh, we're going to call out uh, one of our one of our uh, sponsors, which is Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com, folks. If you are looking for uh, some brand new earbuds, uh, we can't rec- recommend anyone else highly enough other than TweakedAudio.com. They make amazing earbuds. That have some pretty uh, incredible noise cancellation technology. They're highly, uh, highly durable. Uh, very, very top end quality here at tweakedaudio.com. And you know what? You're getting you're getting audio quality and clarity from Tweaked Audio earbuds that you would expect from like top name brands like Beats Audio or even uh, Bose. However, you're not going to pay top end boutique audio prices. At tweakedaudio.com, when you go there, basically you're going to be spending around $25 to $30, and you're going to be getting the clarity, quality, and durability of something that's going to cost maybe double to triple that price. Now, if the price is something, even still, that would um, be you know keep you from going to tweakedaudio.com, well, we've got a number of things that you may be interested in. Uh, if you head over to tweakedaudio.com and at uh, at at the at the point of sale okay if you when you start to purchase uh they're going to ask you for for a a product code well we've got a product code for all of our listeners here at qgn and that is off the record off the record all one word is going to save you 33 percent off your entire order so the more you buy the more you save additionally there's no there's no shipping cost worldwide free shipping at tweakedaudio.com so if you buy some uh, some tweaked audio earbuds. We're going to save you 33% off with that code off the record. And additionally, they're going to ship them to you for free. Now, for for uh, for those of us here in the states, that's that's good savings, but if you live in places, you know, overseas from here because they are an American-based company, like let's say uh, my good my good buddy Rogue, uh, who's um, our latest host at uh, QGN for uh, Magic the Gathering, uh, Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering. Um, he lives in Norway. It, it it costs a lot of money to ship anything over to him. Well, 
for these earbuds, he's going to be getting that shipping for to him for free at tweakedaudio.com. So um, really, uh, really excellent deal there. So you're, you're actually saving more than just 33% off. It's sure 33% off your order, but also that, that uh, shipping cost is completely mitigated for you. It's completely knocked out. Now, I have something else for you, folks, okay? I encourage you to go to tweakedaudio.com as soon as you can because right now they are offering an additional 10% off a free tweaked audio backpack and an additional 10% off using the code 2018. That's B-R-R-R-2018. 2018. <laughs> hey, I'm at Tweaked Audio right now. They have they have accessories you can buy for like five bucks. A whole bunch of those little things that go the rubber things that go in your earbuds, go in your ear. You can get replacements. Oh my god! Oh thank really? You. Yeah, yeah. That's that's nice actually. Oh, um, nobody sells that, like or at least no retailer that I know that is you know brick and mortar store sells those. Yeah. Oh! So so you're getting. Actually, you're getting 43% off if you go soon to tweakedaudio.com. And remember our code off the record and BRRR2018, BRRR2018. That code can be combined with other offers. It says right here, can be combined with other offers. And you're going to get a free audio backpack as well, a free tweaked audio backpack. So you're getting the free backpack. 33% 33% off with our code off the record. An additional 10% off with the code BRRR2018. And free shipping. Plus the quality, of, plus the product you're getting itself is amazing. Great sound. Very, very good. Uh, high clarity. High quality. Highly durable. Okay? Highly durable. Feel free to enjoy audio as you're, as you're maybe, maybe you're working out or something in the gym. These are going to sound great, and they're going to hold up to whatever abuse you might put them through while working out with them in the gym. I can definitely attest to that. So tweakedaudio.com. Go there, guys, very soon to get that product code, that 10% off with the with the, the, the backpack and all the other stuff we're calling out. Head on over there. Uh, it's a fantastic deal. We don't want you to miss out on that over at tweakedaudio.com. All right. I got one quick correction. I found the tweet finally uh-huh. uh, from Rich Lambert. 2,765 is the top CP earner in ESO currently as of today. <laughs> you need to find yourself a girlfriend, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what is that from? Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh I just happened to notice that it scrolled across my screen earlier today, and I went back to look to get a, to make sure the number because, yeah, yeah, that's uh, wow, so that's damn near three thousand points. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, gameplay section, guys. Gameplay section. Okay, I am uh, I am issuing a new gameplay challenge, everyone. The theme is cur- still it is survival. The theme is still survival. I am going to ask you to please jump into Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Get that survival mode. And if you do, this is your challenge with survival mode. I want you to complete the quest, joining the Stormcloaks, and do it without dying. And do it on foot. uh, Yeah, oh, you're making people join the Stormcloaks. Yes, I am. Join the Stormcloaks. (laughs) 
and and do the quest joining the Stormcloaks without dying and do it on foot. It's the very first quest that's given to you in order to join that faction. So, Oh, yeah. Very easy to jump into. Okay, you're told to go to the Sea of Ghosts and kill an Ice Wraith. Do this without dying. If you die, let us know how far you got before reloading your last save point. Also, Are they allowed to die before they, they get that quest to do that and still have a count? Yeah. No. Once you get the quest, okay, you have to go on foot to the Sea of Ghosts, kill that Ice Wraith, and then make it all the way back on foot and turn in the quest all without dying. That's the challenge. If you die, okay, it's no big deal. But if you die, obviously you don't complete the challenge as is. But if you die, you know, let us know how many times you died and let us know how many times you needed to reload before you completed it. So, um, yeah. So, and you can, you can reach us on, on email or, or on Twitter. Okay. At elder scrolls, OTR, or if you want to email us, email us at, uh, elder scrolls off the record at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to be able to do like kind of like a giveaway for someone that actually does that challenge, but I don't think we're gonna we're on the honor system here, and it's a little difficult to throw finances at an honor system, you know. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so so we'll 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 keep it at that, but um, I'll I'll tell you what, uh, send us uh, send us an email, okay? Let us uh, or or tweet us. Let us know if you did die. Let us know how many times you you had to attempt it before you actually completed. For me, it was like four or five times. I I ended up dying before I actually completed the whole thing. So, um, so there so there's that. Okay, that's your new challenge: joining the Stormcloaks with survival mode. Wow! Go there on Big foot. Milk drinkers. <laughs> and you know people are going to be like, "What if I already joined the Imperial?" Well, sorry. Roll a new character. <laughs> Roll a new character. All right. Um, gameplay section, guys. Uh, who wants to go first with this? Um, I don't know. Anyone? Um, <laughs> let's let's I know, have I first. Let's yeah, have Mike. Mike. Yeah, let's have Mike go the, first. You got the bleep button ready? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a bleep button. Yeah, yeah, we don't Our have one. Our bleep button is a Varwin staring at us very sternly. Sternly. <laughs> <laughs> just uh just just be careful i know where you're going with this just be careful <laughs> screw you guys i'm going home all right remember george so, carlin uh, okay <laughs> so uh um for christmas uh i ended up picking up a game which i thought had nothing at all to do with elder scrolls I needed to laugh because it's been a troubling end of 2017 so uh i picked up uh, South Park, Fractured Butthole. And it came with South Park, The Stick of Truth. And so I started this, the game where you're supposed to at the beginning with The Stick of Truth. And you roll up a character and you start playing. And you soon realize that it is based on medieval fantasy. And you are playing the role of Sir Douchebag, the Dragonborn. <laughs> 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 and you oh pick God. you pick a class, a fighter, a rogue, a, a, a mage, uh, and you go through many of the, the scenes and tropes that South Park is known for, like the underpants gnomes. Uh, you you know, <laughs> meet Mr. Hanky in the oh the God. sewers, 
all kinds of crazy stuff. But as you're going through, you learn more dragon shouts. And you end up... F you dead! <laughs> no, it ends up being that you are farting on people as your dragon shout. Oh or you I'm learn to cup and throw your voice. Or you learn to... Uh, uh, make an explosive inferno. And it continues on with Fractured Butthole, where you can light things on fire, where you can cause enragement of other characters by farting on them. People who have been in our team speak... Dude, Jenny needs this game. Oh, people who have been in our team speak probably have thought that I have been dying. Literally dying on microphone, because there are things that happen in this game that I literally have thought I was going to piss my pants. I have like <laughs> laughed so hard that like I couldn't breathe. Oh my god! Oh, that's and it's it nice is, hearing you laugh like that. Yeah. It is the funniest game I think I have played in a very long time, and it is not appropriate to play in front of children. So if you think, oh, it's only a cartoon, it's South Park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's just say the underpants gnome section right there. You're going to have to explain a lot of stuff to your kids. Um, <laughs> stuff that is a biologist. I'm comfortable explaining, but you may not be. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, it's like starting Witcher 3 all over again. Incredibly yeah. mature game, uh, even though it is South Park and it is super immature. And it came up on a list of 10 games never to play in front of anyone ever Anywhere. So, <laughs> so you know that means we'll probably be streaming that. <laughs> Roads are <So>, partnered. <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. Bound to be some potholes oh. along the way. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. That, that would be amazing, actually. That's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like the last 20 hours of game time, it has been Dragonborn Sir Douchebag. <laughs> That's awesome. Never that fart awesome. on another man's balls. Oh, Lord. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for that, Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, Sound advice? Yes. Uh, is it is it Sir Douchebag or is it Sir Deutsche Bag? No, it's Sir Douchebag. Carlton <laughs> names you. Because you type in, he's like, oh, what's your name? You type in the name. Think you're all fancy. He's like, okay, you should now be known as Sir Douchebag. <laughs> That's awesome. Because yeah, I was polling people in like chat. I'm like, oh, you know, in our team speak, going, well, what should I name my this character? Hey, you know, people are giving up. <laughs> like 15 minutes only for him to name me. I'm like, you bastard. <laughs> and Canada is 8 bit. Oh, an- that's. Line in Canada, and it's all eight. That's <laughs> hilarious. I, I love it. Um, Liz, what about you? What have you been doing in Elder Scrolls? Um, well, I played some ESO recently. Um, for some reason, the room that I don't really like, where my computer is, is a little bit warmer, even though it's negative four outside right now. But so I finally was able to get in here and be comfortable enough to play for a few hours. Nice. And this time around, because I'm playing my warden. This time around, it's really nice because um, for some reason, all the abilities clicked because Zephan was really, really nice a few months ago and put together a final um, warden build for me. 
And it, I mean, he, he built a new character. He figured out all of this stuff so he could bring me a good healer that did enough DPS to be viable anywhere. And I'm, I'm working towards that. I'm only on level 30 now, but, um, you know, I'm using some of the skills that he's told me to work towards so I can build them up. And last time I played, it was just a cluster. It, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. That was during the New Life Festival when I was just like, <laughs> I'll just kill something, okay? And jump off, you know, a, a waterfall naked. Um, I was good at that. I did that. Wait, <laughs> well. Liz, what, what were you like? Don't even don't even start. Um Yeah, uh so that's what had happened, but last night all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I should do this first and then I'll click over here. Maybe it's the position of my keyboard, I don't know. Um but I'm able to hit all the buttons I need to finally. For the first time in a very long time. Um, but I, okay, so I'm, I'm near the end of the main quest, and I felt really bad because I, I, I sometimes skip through a lot of dialogue. I love the actors, the act, acting's great. I love that. But with Sai Sahan and what, whatever the other snooty guy was that I kind of like, but I, I kind of like to hate. Abner um, Darn. That guy. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, in a future playthrough, I'll go, I'll say yes to whatever he says, because it's going to be the same outcome no matter what. And, um, but so I kind of lose it when it's Sai Sahan stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe the first time I played the game, I was like, who is this? Or I, I walked away because, you know, something happened, like my phone rang and it was across the room or something. I don't know. But I w- never paid attention to him. And ever since I've done the main quest since then, I've never paid attention to what he says since then. And I feel really bad because now at the end of this main quest, they're all saying their g- tearful goodbyes like I'm Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And I'm like, I don't know you. This is uncomfortable. So I, I don't know what to do Because, <laughs> I mean, I genuinely felt bad because I'm like, you're going to die. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I know you get to choose somebody towards the end, and and I know who in my game was always going to die, but yep. um, yeah. Um, but I'm, I mean, Lyris is my my girl. Like she was there from the beginning. Yeah, she was Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Lyris is awesome. That's a huge bitch. Do what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's how we like her. <laughs> I feel really bad that I just don't know these people that are acting as if I should. Um, but yeah, usually my emotions don't come into that, but but it did that time. Um, uh, it's a very well written story. The uh, voice acting is is fantastic. I mean they they really I mean uh, they really pulled all the stops when it came to the uh, the the main quest in in um, Elder Scrolls Online. I guess can we oh. should we say vanilla Elder Scrolls Online because I mean now. When you when you go through like that's it's kind of not the main quest anymore. Now the the main quest is actually really the main quest in Morrowind because when you start a new character, you're going right into Morrowind. You you don't. It's true. Yeah. And that's what I did with this character, and I, I did like it. There's they yeah. did something different with the beginning that is great. Yeah. But I can't remember what it is. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I've got some thoughts on on Morrowind uh, that I want to share in just a, a little bit. Um, but I, I think I know maybe what you're calling out. The you know the whole the, the the brand new tutorial that exists in Morrowind is uh, it's really fantastic and it's it's nice when you've gone through the tutorial um, in the Wailing Caverns or the Wailing Prison rather um, 
as the beginning of the game for so many years. Now, when Morrowind came out, that's changed um, to the tutorial that you now see with Morrowind, and then you you land on Vardenfell, and that's essentially like now the main quest. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's really amazing. And consider this: you make a new character, right? You land on Vardenfell. You complete that main quest. And then you go back and you actually do the um, the original vanilla main quest. Okay? The, uh, uh, what were they calling it? Um, With the five companions? Yeah, the, the, the five companions and, um, um, well, you know what I'm calling out, okay? Imagine how that feels. Now you're you you've you've saved Morrowind and then you move into mainland Tamriel. You do this this quest, this massive quest. And um your character actually has a lot of backstory and a lot of levels before you even start doing that that other quest there and it's it it may, I think it makes it even more interesting. I like it. Yeah. I I I I do like the new beginning and I liked starting this character with Morrowind. Without a doubt. Yeah. I'm um, going to that. I might have yeah. to do that. Oh, well, you know, you get a new character slot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, okay. Rob. Yes? Your uh, gameplay, good sir. Ah, yes. Ah. Well, uh, I'm actually taking a little bit of a break from ESO right now. Okay. Um, so... I played Skyrim, and I continued my modless gameplay. Uh, I always liked the companion storyline, so I decided to do that once I got to Whiterun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I must say that just because I because I want to enjoy my gameplay, uh, survival mode was pissing me off. So... <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I turned it off. Um, and... Uh, decided to continue with the uh, uh, with the companion storyline, and I just something never really sat well with me. Uh, all the times that I played the storyline, and they it's the fact that they give Farkas so much crap. Yeah, he doesn't like, act as stupid as they say he is. It's like they they accuse him of being a moron. It's like uh, he hasn't said anything even remotely dim-witted i mean if anything he's more of like a dark and brooding bastard it's just he's kind of got this chip on his shoulder but i wouldn't call him stupid otherwise he might find a place to put that claymore um but i decided to uh i decided to do the companion storyline and uh went over to the uh, uh the crypt where you have to go in and of course, that's when you first realize spoilers that the companions are are werewolves. No, and yet you're the one that gets stuck in the room. They call him dumb, but then you're the butthead that gets stuck, you know, behind a wall. Yeah, in that. exactly. Yeah. So I get stuck in that room, and then of course he comes out, and he's all like, you know, oh, I see you got stuck in the room, and. Then the silver hand shows up. <laughs> they start uh, they start talking, and it wouldn't be a Bethesda game if he didn't have some features. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So I'm sitting there, and I, I know what's going to happen. Because it, it was a really, really great scene when you've got this room full of five silver handed, and all of a sudden, Farkas just, like, starts contorting and turns into this monstrous, hairy beast and howls, and they all start running. And you just... <laughs> we were in crouch mode, weren't you, when he did that? And I'm just... Just like, okay, and just sit and you know, watch him annihilate these guys. And he just kind of stands there. And he doesn't do anything. Uh-oh. And then like 30 seconds goes by. Oh, man. Ah. Oh. Like, like, uh, okay, he's supposed to get big and hairy and, and savage. Yeah. And he's not. Instead, he's just kind of standing there. these silver hand guys are just like staring at him no dialogue no nothing it's like the the game just played and then it got to that point and it just game's like nope not gonna play anymore but i was stuck in the fucking room excuse me (laughs) do you have do you have an additional save or you like like road where he only has three and then his last one was like 20 hours ago i i had to go back uh to another save and was it very far no it it, oh, okay. it it saved as soon as i entered the crypt so uh it it was just unfreaking real uh, i was <laughs> i was pissed and it did it like two more times oh. and I've, I've had uh i've had the same quest bug out on me Maybe in a different spot, but it, it actually like I, I've never actually ever completed that quest because of bugs. Ugh, it, it, it was awful. And Skyrim, what, what's it called? The werewolf quest bug? Okay. Companions quest. Oh, it's just, hey, the, yeah, it's just the companions quest. Yeah. And I, I had never had an issue with this one before. I, I've actually had issues with certain mods that. Uh, that had messed up the uh, the cart ride at the very beginning, where Hadvar would get stuck. It's like he would get locked out of Helgen. Hadvar. But of, Hadvar. Hadvar. But of course, <laughs> but of course, you know, once you actually get to the courtyard in Helgen, um, and Hadvar, of course, you know, wants to know uh, who are you. And <laughs> and then and then you just shape shift in front of him, but he but he wasn't there. That was like perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh man! But I mean, I, I, I've had mods that that, that caused that to happen. Uh, but this this is a modless playthrough, so I have no idea why this happened. Uh, it happened a couple more times, and then I finally just got pissed off and rage quit. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It says on here, hitting Farkas with unrelenting force before tri- triggering the lever may put him in a position where he's able to overcome that freeze. Okay. Uh, give that a try. Ooh. Hey, um, well, big, big, uh, big thank you to Alpha Charlie, who just subscribed uh, for oh. uh, four ninety nine to our Twitch channel uh, for three months in a row. So, so thank you, Alpha Charlie. For uh, for for your subscription to our Twitch channel, that's that's really awesome. Thank you. Excellent. Um, yeah. Sorry, I got all, all. I feel like we we all of a sudden we were like, oh my god, I love this gameplay, and then I'm giving you like commands on how to fix your game. Well, I mean, this is well, no, that's actually like spot spot on, Liz. Because I mean, I had the same issue. Rob's talking about this issue. 
I mean, how many of us out there are listening right now or having the same issue? I mean, you, you could have, Liz, you could have helped untold scores of people right now. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, they probably fixed that whole thing when, you know, the people that are playing right now, uh, you know, on well, I mean, Twitch. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm sure that you know, it was probably one of these things that was uh, you know that might have been fixed with the uh, uh, unofficial Elder Scroll or uh, Skyrim patch, you know, stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, but that's the PC, yeah. It, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that they fix. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I rage quit and decided to come back a little bit later, and it worked. It worked fine. I was yeah. able, uh, I was able to uh, finish that quest, get back, uh, and uh, finish the well, not the companion storyline all altogether, but I got back. Uh, into Yorvasker and became a werewolf because Ayla like shoved blood in my mouth and stuff. Gross, so, gross. Because she's because she's nasty. Oh, hey, uh, another uh, fantastic. Uh, we just got Palmore just subscribed uh, to our Twitch channel as well. Thank you very much, Palmore. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Anything else, Rob? No, that that was pretty much it. Okay. All right, so so in ESL, I'll be quick about it because um, I know right after gameplay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a little a little this and that with um, Tamriella holidays. Then we've got emails, and then I I think I can safely say that we should be able to do our Amazon gift card giveaway. I think we've had at least twenty average people. Oh right? yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, let's let's uh, we'll we'll carry on through. Okay, uh, so maybe another twenty minutes, guys. Maybe. Another 20 minutes, we should be able to do that gift card giveaway. So I want to thank everyone who's been in the chat room and uh, anyone who's new. I want to thank you guys as well for coming on in. And uh, so th so this is what I've been doing in Elder Scrolls, guys, okay? I have created two brand new characters in Elder Scrolls Online. Thor the Mighty! Uh, he's now... <laughs> uh, Thor the Brave! <laughs> uh, I love that okay. song. You've never heard that that metal song from Therion, Thor? I may have because you probably play it on on uh, late late night. I have, yeah. Um, or just late night Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's late night Elder Scrolls now. <laughs> I'm usually too busy laughing at what the hell you're doing. It's it's Zephyr and I get into some real retarded shit on that show and it's hilarious. Oh god. Um yeah, we do that now. Uh it's now Saturday and Sunday. <gasps> oh! Sorry, uh -huh. with what? Thor, because, uh, to be true to lore of, of Thor, you need to put the wedding gown on him. Because <laughs> you know that story of no. Thor, the god that had to dress up as uh, uh, Freya, the goddess of love, uh, to fake marry a giant? Oh my god, you have to wear the wedding outfit. <laughs> that's that's. I'm glad you brought that up, because that's never going to happen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know, Throngar would do it. Throngar would do it. That's the difference between Thor and Throngar. And I'm sure Rage has a character <laughs> named Loki, and if he doesn't, he probably will because that's what his cat's name is. I mean, he could be your bridesmaid. Stage Delink is saying, Liz isn't wrong here. I know, because <laughs> I had the flu for an entire freaking week, so I watched documentaries all week and I learned stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> so Thor the Mighty is a level 11 sorcerer, actually. Who's wearing heavy armor, two-handed weapon, and is a storm calling? Uh, he's in the is in is involved in the storm calling uh, skill line right now. So I'm having a lot of fun with Thor. He's uh, he's he's doing pretty awesome. Um, I stream him with um, Zephan on late night Elder Scrolls when he and I decide to jump into ESO for some uh, some low B questing action. So I've been having a lot of fun with him. And <laughs> oh my God, Valtrin. <laughs> 
<laughs> said, what does not kill you makes you throng <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> That's, that's oh, pretty good. Poor, poor Mike has got a kid there and he's got to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping he would be laughing his ass off at that. <laughs> I'm sure he is. What do you think of that, Mike? You like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you better believe Drongar is the mighty. What <laughs> <laughs> does not kill you makes you talk. And then I, uh, I, I recreated my character that I, I made after Jenny. Uh, which I have named Abadoian. So the original Abadoian was was basically uh, the the uh, the Thor character. Okay, she she was basically a heavy armor wearing sorceress, but instead of a two handed weapon, she was dual wielding. Um, that it didn't fit for me anymore. I, I really didn't. Um, I didn't really like that. So I wanted to kind of go back to to what I knew Jenny would love, which is uh, her character Abadoian to be a Templar. So um, she is now level eight Templar. She does wear heavy armor. She uses a two-handed weapon, and um, I'm leveling her up in the uh, Adric Spear and Dawn's Wrath skill lines. And um, I healing right. What's that? Not healing right. Not healing. Right. Not healing. Now I, I really don't like healing. I don't like doing it. So <laughs> it's 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 really something for me that you never have to worry about, Liz. I'll never take your job from you. <laughs> That and you do an amazing job with it, so so why would I? That is why I'm worried. <laughs> you do an amazing job with it. Um, Yay! So anyway, um, it's given me this opportunity, especially uh, not necessarily Thor, but uh, Abadoian has given me this opportunity to create a character, a brand new character, and then I, I chose to go through the, um, uh, go through the tutorial, and that's when I realized that, um. There's a new tutorial in the game as of Morrowind chapter, and I never knew that. So I was really knocked out by that. And then, of course, I land in, in Vardenfell, and I start, I start doing all the Vardenfell things. Um, it, but I, I ignored, since I completed the, um, the Morrowind um, uh, main quest with, with Avarwin. I wanted to, I wanted to like experience Marwind a little bit differently. So, you know, Abaddon is just kind of like roaming around uh, Vardenfell, you know, doing quests here and there. The things I didn't do with a Varwin on on Vardenfell, Abaddon is doing. And there I, you go. Yeah, and I kind of noticed something. I got a little bit of a personal note here involving ESO's Marwind. Um, I know in the past I've been really critical about like land size of Vardenfell and content in Marwind. <laughs> Such as like the length of the main quest. I think the main quest could have been longer. Um, some areas not having a lot of quests, like Saran. Saran has like two quests, it seems. Um, one which is you know uh, has to do with the crimson something or other. Crimson. Uh, it's, it's, oh yeah, yeah, knight or yeah, something. So, yeah, I forgot. I forgot yeah. his name. Really cool character. Very cool storyline. I actually enjoyed that. And then another storyline involving um, feuding mages. Saran's not a big place. I get it. There's only two quests in there. But it just didn't... I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's populated. Now, all that being said, okay, I was wrong in with in what Marwyn delivers. Yes, Vardenfell, I felt, would have been bigger. Yes, the quest could have been a little bit lengthier. Maybe there could have been more of them. However... Do not define as I did. Okay, I made this mistake. Do not define Vardenfell by how many map markers you see on the map because that is not true. 
to what you're actually getting. There is amazing exploration there. And Marwyn deserves to be roamed freely and have its its small areas closely examined. All right. No, it, it's a, <laughs> I, you know, Liz, I worded that in the way I, I made sure not to say, you know, take a deeper look in its smaller crevices. Just I had to find a way to reword that because I knew you'd have that reaction. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you still had it. <laughs> um, but yes, take a deeper look in its smaller crevices. <laughs> um <laughs> Versus uh, its small areas should be closely examined. <laughs> now, oh, my God. It is true to say, all right, there is far more than appears on the map, okay? There's an, uh, for example, okay, there's this amazing unmarked delve called Bal-Ur. With a, you, you clear the, through this delve, at the very end of it, there's a stone uh, floating above a pedestal. You grab that thing, and, and it goes into your inventory, and it says that, that, um, basically, you've got to find somebody that would be interested in that item. That's okay. not marked on the map. If you're not roaming around, you're not going to find that delve. If you go into that delve, okay, you've got to clear through the whole thing in order to find that. And then it doesn't end there. You pick it up, and then you find out that this... this um, you, you have to end up walking around and find someone. And I haven't done this yet. But you got to find the person who's going to be interested in that thing. I don't know where that is. I don't even know where to go from here. But you know what? I'm glad it's oh, there. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad so Marwin, it's there. Did you find the one delve where you, you've got the the dark elf that's in there who's really snobbish and won't give you credit for anything you've done? And he gets locked behind the door and you get to zap him for like half an hour. Yeah. Straight? No, I didn't find that. <laughs> oh, you got to find that one. Because like... Don't spoil uh, anything more. Come on. Well, no. It's like the opening part of it. Like... All right. I, I sat there and was giggling like a little kid, you know, like a little girl, because <laughs> it's like, you know, he's like, let me out. Let me out. You did that on purpose. <laughs> well, um, so so I have I have an apology to, to basically make it and a, and a retraction that um, that that there isn't a lot of exploration on Vardenfell. That is that could that nothing could be further from the truth. And I am I am. Say that again. Say nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah. And yeah. I am gleefully happy that to to discover this and um and abadoian is is riding all through vardenfell to uh take a take a deeper look at some of his smaller crevices <laughs> and and dare i say dare i say okay i will a i will never make that mistake ever again so the new chapter that's coming out whatever it is i am going to before i say anything positive or negative on this new expansion or this new chapter that's coming out, I am going to go through that place like a fine tooth comb because I will never make this mistake ever again. Um, I think the world builders over at Zoss really deserve uh, to a, a massive pat on the back for, for what's being done in Vardenfell. Um, and you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad this happy mistake is there because I, there, I really believe that true exploration should not be limited to what, what you find on map markers. And I'm just so used to using that as a guide at this point um, in Elder Scrolls Online. And um, it's, it's, it's not true anymore. And that I could not be happier as a result of this. The other thing is this. Dare I say, ESO, ESO, the Elder Scrolls Online is shaping to be the definitive Elder Scrolls game that we've been asking for for over 20 years now. I really, honestly, truly feel 
that Elder Scrolls Online, when all is said and done, is going to be the definitive Elder Scrolls game. Say what you want about Morrowind, Oblivion, certainly Skyrim. Those are amazing. Those are amazing games. I would never take anything away from what they do for the series. However, I think when you when you add in story, multiplayer ability, exploration, okay, um, functionality as far as um, uh, what you can do for your character and what you can how you can you know customize certain things. Um, yes, it's an MMO, and th- and this Elder Scrolls game is being viewed through the lens of an MMO. However, all of that being said, um, I really feel as if that this game has is is starting to become that definitive Elder Scrolls game, that one game that we've always wanted to to jump into for for the Elder Scrolls series, and 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 take with it all of the lore, a multiplayer aspect to it, sh- certainly. Um, all of this added up, lumped up into one, and I really feel like it's it's definitely heading in that direction. It's quite close to it. So, um, so there uh, it is. I don't, I don't quite agree with that because okay. you know what Skyrim, the game of all time so far. Yeah. Um, but I think that it because of the console releases and what they're doing with the game now, they're making it just more of what people really really want or they're adding things that people really really want i think it's for mmos on the console that aren't halo or what it would you know whatever um it's going to be a definer i think or at least it's going to shape some things because as far as i know there aren't that many multiplayer um role-playing games on the console am i wrong no i no you're right okay um so I think because it is so popular, I mean, it became very, very popular. They started saying, you know, 10 million players. This is after the console release. And so I figured that a lot of that has to do with the console. So I think it is going to be from this point forward. Hey, remember when ESO did this, you know, ESO did that. And I hope, I hope they get to that point. But as for the definitive Elder Scrolls game, I don't know. That you used to say it's a single player game, you know, single player game is Elder Scrolls. I kind of agree with that. And don't tell anyone I said that. Yeah, no, I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I mean, every every game, every game has had every installment of the series has has had its its um its series defining aspects and moments to it for sure. And I, I think Elder Scrolls Online is is uh you know a hundred percent in in league with that as well. Um, the the you know making that comment, I don't make that lightly at all. And and the reason why I, I make it is because um, I just see a lot of aspects of of Elder Scrolls from the community that we have been asking. Like like I remember podcasting about Skyrim um, way back when when it was the one the number one thing people were asking for is can we get a co op mode in Skyrim? Multiplayer Elder Scrolls is definitely something that people in the Elder Scrolls community have wanted. Now we've wanted it where it's an ability that we could turn on and turn off, and and you know certainly you know disagree on my point with that for sure. Um, but it's something that we've always wanted. We've always wanted a multiplayer aspect to our Elder Scrolls game. We want to be able to share our exploration with other people because. It's it's fantastic and amazing to go out there and, and discover all of these things. And when you do it by yourself, you don't have anyone to share it with. Um, it does take a little bit away from that experience. If you have someone there to share it with, 
Well, it just en- enhances the experience, I believe. Yeah, but a lot of kids want a pony for Christmas. But <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I, but I think I think here it is in Elder Scrolls Online. I think we've got a real a really nice representation of that with the MMO aspect of it. The MMO aspect of it certainly does you know cheapen some things that the the initial uh, the 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 uh, single player aspects uh, enhanced for sure. Um, but I think, in my opinion, when it when it comes all the way down to it. I really do believe that this game is becoming the the definitive Elder Scrolls game. Well, it's um, embodying all the parts of the different games, I think. Uh, yeah, I I, I definitely see that. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Let's let's move on uh, from gameplay to uh, our Tamrielic holidays, and then of course our email section, and then uh, I think we're going to be doing that uh, Amazon gift card giveaway to our chat room. So, uh, Mike, if you're there and if you have the ability, uh, what do you think? Do you want? Rage to do it? We're having a discussion about Throngar. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Throngar is the new Chuck Norris in the Barons. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're having a battle on like how in the chat room, so this is why she should come to the chat room, is that uh, about how metal Throngar is. And it's been going on for 15 freaking minutes. <laughs> Listen, pretty you, have funny. Play, you have played with Throngar when he has been in his kilt and shirtless. <laughs> you you can't talk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm trying to find what rage right. Okay, the yeah. New Life Festival, Morning Star the first today. The people of Daggerfall are having the New Life Festival in celebration of a new year. The Emperor has ordered yet another tax increased in his New Life address, and there is much grumbling about this. Still, despite financial difficulties, the new life tradition of free ale at all the taverns in the cities continues. The people of Daggerfall certainly know how to hold a celebration. Also, this is the summoning day for Clavicus Bile. So I guess you get to make a deal with the devil to keep your taxes. Keep your dog. <laughs> he can keep your his dog. dog that sounds like he's from Brooklyn. Hey, yeah. Uh... <laughs> hey, uh, you see a guy over there? Uh, it's, got a, it's got a creepy old mask uh, wearing on there his face go. there. Yeah. <laughs> okay what else we got mike morning star the second scour day scour day is a celebration held in most high rock villages it's the day after the new life festival and it was once the day one cleans up after the new life now it is changing to a party of its own oh so that's great so the people that work in the shops and everything have to work another day over time to clean up the people that had enough money to take the day off's mess retail's a bitch <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Mike, can you grab our first email, please? Yes, I can. Just listening to some old classic and wanted to drop a quick line. Some of my very favorite episodes of classic have been the city series done for Oblivion, Breville, Anvil, etc. They're awesome. I was listening to the Breville episode again today, prior to the newest podcast coming out. These were a really, really good idea and done so well. Definitely a great thematic arc and overview. I can't believe these were recorded over two years ago already. Anyway, excellent as always. Take care, Vince. So, what do you think, this Mike? This was the Sluts of Breville episode. That <laughs> <you just listened. laughs> what, what do you think, Mike? You think we should get back to this? We never actually, we, like, we always intended to, to do more than just the two. Well, I have a whole spreadsheet system uh, set up for classic episodes, of and I thought I'd shared it with you. Scientist guy, it does this. Crap. Yeah, 
You did. And, and uh, let's see here. We are now on episode 86, Nord History is told, told by the Scalds. And I have down here cities. We've completed Anvil, Chadenhall, the Imperial City, Breville, Orsinium, Falkreath. I still have on here Riften and Windhelm uh, for possible ones for the Nord races. Other ones from Oblivion, uh, including... Um, uh, I'm blanking on the name right now. Well, I mean, the the, the fact yeah. is, is that we've well, we've still a got a list lot here, you know, including yeah. all the classes. So we'll, we'll get to them. Don't worry, yeah. they're coming. Let's uh, <laughs> let, yeah, let's 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 think about getting to them again. Um, Rob, you still there? I am. We've got this short one here from Darren. Would you mind, sir? That's what she said. Sure. Hi, <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast for a couple weeks now, and I saw the guild mentioned a couple times. But I never told how to join. I'd love to join, but I don't know what I need to do. Is it a Patreon tier? Oh, God, no. Do I need to be a certain level? No. Thanks, Darren. All right, Darren, here's the skinny on it, okay? We invite everybody, as long as you listen to our show and you're a fan of the show, uh, you are in, you are invited to join our guild. Our guild is about uh, the, the Elder Scrolls off the record uh, uh, listener base and uh, about the, the Elder Scrolls online player base. So we, we like combining the two. Everyone who's a guild member has, you know, those two things in common, and it's it's really nice to be able to, um, you know, kind of get together with that. Um, you, we invite any faction, any race, any level, any uh, any gameplay style. Whether you're you're uh, you know casually enjoying um, quests, to you know uh, looking to experience the the highest level dungeon, or looking to to uh, PvP all the time doesn't matter uh if you're a fan of of elder scrolls online and you listen to our show you're automatically welcome to our north american um elder scrolls online guild called esotr uh send me an in-game mail at avarwin e-v-a-r-w-y-n uh and we, i can personally send you a an invite right away once i get that um mike rob liz you guys all have invitation uh, abilities too right yep. yes okay um also uh um Mike, your uh, yours is KDR Mickey, right? In game, correct. Okay, KDR M I C K E Y. Uh, Mistress LeBeau can send uh, to her. Uh, Rage Philosophy. Uh, so you can email them too, and they'll they'll send you the invite as well, Darren. Um, okay, uh, Liz, we've got the short one from Brady B. Oh my God! And I was sending you guys something else. Uh, Brady Lee. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, Brady B. Longtime listener and lurker for several years, and I think it's this is the first time I've ever written in. I love those shows, and I think it was great to hear Dave back on the air again. I love what you guys are doing, and keep up the great work. I think that after several years, I may need to sign up for that newsletter, too. Anyway, love the show, and keep doing what you do from Brady B. Okay. Well, thanks, Brady. We appreciate that. Uh, and and we... it was nice to hear Dave. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. I don't know what you're sending us through Skype, Liz, but I clicked on it and wants to install on my computer. Oh no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was it was um it, it was from it's Pinterest. A, yeah. A funny picture. It, oh. it, it's a picture of Spider-Man trying to use the toilet, but Milner is on the toilet lid. <laughs> it says Thor is a jerk. <laughs> well, that's when you get a wide mouth bottle or uh, use the sink. <laughs> oh, oh, guilty. <laughs> All right, our final email uh, is from Pawn Token, who says, Hi there. It's been a while since I've reached out, and 
and said thank you for all you do uh, and the time and effort you put into making all the shows on Quest Gaming Network. The Elder Scroll, the Elder Scrolls Off the Record podcasts are what hooked me, but Classic and QG D&D are stellar as well. I look forward to it every week, or whenever employment isn't interfering with the important things like role-playing games. I listen to several D&D podcasts, and QG D&D is easily on par with Critical Role and the Sneak Attack podcast. The thing that stands out to me about all the network podcasts that I listen to is that the people involved really enjoy each other's company. It shows, and it makes each episode a joy to listen to. I have a question I'd like to pose to the QGN staff at large. Do you have a revised estimate for you expected announced for your expected announcement slash release of Elder Scrolls Six Cicero's Revenge? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a case of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said you're bleeding out of your ass. Oh, ah. Thanks again, everybody. I wish nothing but the best for you all in the new year. If you're ever in Alabama, drop on by. I'll buy you all the barbecue you can eat. Best wishes, oh. Pawn Token. Well, thank you so much, Pawn Token. I can eat a lot of barbecue. Yeah, you, you might want to revive that last statement. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Elder Scrolls Six, uh, probably no earlier than 2022. I'm going to say... What kind of barbecue? Is it like North Carolina style or is it like Kansas? No, it's Alabama style? barbecue. I know, but North Carolina style is an oil-based and it's kind of vinegary and it's gross. But <laughs> Kansas City style is 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 like the meat on the bone with barbecue sauce. Mm. I like Mississippi style where they they smoke it in a shack that hasn't been cleaned in thirty years on a <laughs> on a hickory log that hasn't been cleaned either. <laughs> hey, that adds flavor. It does, mm. <laughs> and some bits is good, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, very, you've been in Mississippi, that's why. Okay. It's very yeah. delicious. And uh, New York City is is absolutely no stranger to uh, to such flavorful but but probably not clean meat. For, don't forget, we have halal food here, which we like to call street meat, <laughs> yeah. which are tiny little carts on, on the corner of, uh, of streets, and they sling in that meat all day long. <laughs> you actually have uh, an upstate New York uh, barbecue franchise, I guess, in uh, New York City. Uh, Dinosaur is down there now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Where is that at? Do you know? It's, is it like actually in the city? or? I don't remember where the third franchise was established in New York City itself. But, uh, yeah, there's one in Syracuse and one in Rochester. Dinosaur Barbecue. It's a... Uh, uh, southern style barbecue uh, that they brought up here and it did really well and the, the place is a complete and utter dump but you know they have good music and great barbecue that's like every restaurant here in Missouri <laughs> yeah, when they anyway. say you smoke it in a little shack in the back I think that shack at one time used to be the shitter but yeah you know, wow. I was like in a laboratory wow. but shitter's better shitter's full Alright guys, uh, we are going to do our Amazon gift card giveaway and Liz, I want you to pick a number between 1 and 25. 18. 18, okay. Because that's my birthday. 42. <laughs> okay, we have our winner. Papa Slatch. Papa, Papa Slatch. Papa Slatch in the chat room. You are our winner of the Amazon gift card giveaway, Papa Slatch. Nice. What we need you to do, Papa Slatch, what we need you to do 
is uh, message us. Send us a whisper, okay? Uh, click on Quest Gaming Network. And uh, um, hold on, I'm going to just... Uh, And, yeah. Um, we got Palmer in here. Um, okay. Yeah. If someone could just say something quickly in the uh, and yeah, and tag I'm him. To, but Thank I don't you. know if that person's still in here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah there he is. Hey. Yay. All right. Uh, message us. Okay. Whisper us. Click on our our name here. Okay. Send us a whisper. Let us know what your email is, and we will send you an Amazon gift card. Okay. Straight to you through your email. Um. Now we know who our true friends yeah. are because our numbers are dropping. We'll see who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations to Papa Slash for uh, for for that. Okay. All right, guys. That is the end of our show. We want to thank everyone uh, who has uh, come out today to to sponsor us, like everyone in our our Twitch chat right now. Um, big thank you to uh, uh, Valdurian. And Palmore for uh, your direct financial contributions during the show and today. Monovan, she uh, subscribed towards the end there. Did yes, she? she? Did. Yep. Oh. I saw that pop through. Congratulations! Thank you, Monovan. Thank you. Congratulations to us, but thank you, Monovan. I didn't see it at all. You should have. Um, I, I appreciate... as I was scrolling through, you know, trying to find more of the Throngar conversation, I scrolled <laughs> up and I noticed that she uh, was <laughs> highlighted there as a, a, a subs- yeah. subscriber. Yep, I see it right here. Uh, Monovan just subscribed. Uh, thank you very much, Monovan. We appreciate that so much. And uh, we appreciate everyone here. The biggest thing, guys, right now that you can do for us on our road to Partnered is uh, come into our live broadcasts. All right. Right now, I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we need we need um, an, a 30-day average of 75 people in our chat room. Now, I am breaking that up into small little goals. Our first little goal right now is to make 20 on average. Certainly doing this show has helped doing that, but it, it means for all streams, actually. Um, we've got lots of streams that we do, so we would appreciate it if you want to help us, okay? If you want to sponsor us, the best thing you could do is just come into our chat room. You could also listen to all of our different podcasts, uh, which we have on questgamingnetwork.com. Now, those would include... Share the information about that, too. Yeah. Like, when you come into the chat room, try, if you can, to tweet it, if you want to Facebook it. That helps so much. It really does. Um, sharing us on your social media. Look, I know some folks out there don't have a whole lot of people uh, following them on, on Twitter. Or, or maybe uh, you don't have a lot of Facebook friends out there who uh, would be interested in, in our show. Um, sharing us anyway is, is a huge help. Okay, uh, It does get the word out there, and we greatly appreciate that. Um, and if that's, if that's all you can do to contribute then that's wonderful and it's it's one of the um one of the greatest uh one of the greatest ways giving our giving our our show legs is one of the greatest things that you can do to um uh to sponsor us so uh coming into our live chat doing that as well on social media is fantastic um also checking out our other podcasts like classic elder scrolls okay qg D quest gaming dungeons and dragons which is uh dm'd by mark starring many qgn hosts and community members is a new episode every week at questgamingnetwork.com. Our brand new show, Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering, hosted by myself, uh, Mithril and Rogue. It's a Magic the Gathering podcast focusing on constructed gameplay, lore, and deck building strategies. All right, that's available on questgamingnetwork.com as well. We are streaming five days a week, guys Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. 
Oh, yeah, baby. At 1.30 a.m. Eastern Time, it's the QGN Late Night Stream. Um, come on in for that if you can. Um, Late Night Elder Scrolls is a Saturday and Sunday show. It's part of QGN Late Night. Late Night Elder Scrolls, myself and Zephan, we sit down. It's uh, on Saturday and Sunday. We play uh, Elder Scrolls games at 1.30 a.m. Um, also, QGMTG is streamed live here as well, Saturdays at 4 a.m. Eastern as well, which is kind of nuts for us, but it does pull in that uh, does pull in that uh, that Western European crowd. So if you're a Western European listener, basically 10 a.m. your time, and if you're a Magic the Gathering fan, we're streaming live. And let's not forget about Setsua. Setsua streams Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern here on twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. Um, all of your... Um, all of your contributions to the show have been have been wonderful. Big, huge thank you to our Patreon supporters as well. And, of course, again, everyone in our chat room. Um, thank you, Papa Slash. We did get your whisper, uh, so we'll be uh, notifying you. Um, we'll be sending that, that uh, gift card out to you very soon. All right, folks, uh, final thoughts starting with Mike. Good uh, podcast, everybody. Uh, hopefully... Uh... With the new update, everybody will be energized and ready to get in there and uh, make some creative uh, outfits. Yeah. Uh, Liz. God, you guys are all about the outfits. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Listen to you. Uh, and, <laughs> and Rob. Hey, I'm about the outfits, too. Liz, I you don't know. like it? Get off the show. Hey, no, no. Because I'm loving, I'm loving the fact that you love this outfit stuff. I, I, I adore it. It's pretty awesome. Um, the, look, my final thought is this: Dragon Bones DLC, guys. It's offering so many amazing things. I mean, I'm, I'm all about those two dungeons. But let's face it, the outfit system sounds really, really great. And um, I mean, it's just everyone's going to have so much fun when it, when it comes to uh, the, the brand new outfitting system. Uh, the housing storage is great. That's a big thing that everyone's been asking for. It's it's really uh, I, I'm really excited to to finally be able to some you know store some stuff in my house too. Uh, the level up system sounds really really nice, and the skill advisor system sounds really nice for uh, for brand new players and returning players as well. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff coming to this. And let's not forget, we don't PvP on this show, but for PvPers who really love battlegrounds, okay, more Kuzgur and Deeping uh, Deeping Drome. Two new battleground sets, guys. Uh, can't go wrong with that. So it's got a little something for everybody, and there's uh, there's nothing wrong with the DLC that does that. All right, folks, we want to thank you again for uh, for for downloading um, and listening, as well as coming into our uh, our, our chat room. Uh, take care, everyone. Be safe. I'll see you at one thirty a.m. for a little streaming. Me and Zephan will be on uh, on the mic streaming. So we'll see you then. Take care. Be safe. And as always. May the force be with you.